You're listening to GID Radio, the best alternative for commercial radio on GIDradio.com. For the beats, for the love, for the alcohol, for the party. One time like, okay, Letting the kick ride, letting the snare roll, letting the bottle pour, cups in the airflow. Love what you hear though, everything black. Feel like the beat is everything, well then everything's back. <laughs> letting the speakers blast, letting the beats run. Word to the crate digging, word to machine drums. Get used to it as we proceed. <laughs> black radio for the lover, just the beat. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The kick gone knock, the snare gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The bottle gone fall, the speaker's gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black, everything is black. Kip. Kip. Yo. Blap on the radio. What up, y'all? What up, NYC? What's let's, up, fellas? Let's on, turn man. off this AC so I don't get that phone. What's going on? How's your week, man? Great. Are you going to come sit with us or what? You no, gonna, I'm cool. You going to stand over there and look fancy? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll be over. <laughs> Yo, fuck you, generic. We only got two more episodes with you, son. Damn, E, man. I know. <laughs> Dang. It's all good. So what's up this week, y'all? Not a damn, bro. Not a, not a, not a. Not, not a damn thing. Why are we not here? Enough. What are we going to talk about? Why are we here? I don't know, but I feel like it always takes about 15 minutes for us to get into the show. Yeah, it's a little warm-up period. Yeah, there is. Yeah, the, so. we- the weather's been pretty crazy. It's like hot, but wet, but cold, but And it's going to pour tonight. I hope it cools everything off. It's humid as hell out there. All that's, right, so. that's interesting for people listening in Denmark right now, I'm sure. Yeah. If, if that was true, that'd be so fucking awesome. But I'm sure so. that if there's someone from Denmark, tweet us at so Blap what, on the what, radio. What you been working on this week, E? Just working, trying to get my uh, move together and, you know, working my job. So for everybody listening, we're about to lose, man, we're about to lose the DJ. Wow. I know. Yo, E, you know, you got to get on the... um, on the calls with us when we do the blap of craps <laughs> every we, week we, every week we can't do I'll it without stop you, what man. i'm doing yeah it's only right. you're gonna have to get on the, fo- on the phone yeah, with it's, us man. it's gonna be like what eight o'clock out there that's true yeah that's yeah. early yeah get on the phone man i want to hear what you have to say always um Ow. <laughs> she's just gonna argue with you over i know phone. that's all it is <laughs> we never agree anyway <laughs> he's like my honorary brother definitely Aww. I'm going to tear up. No, you're not. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we'll definitely miss you, man. But for now, you're here. So. Yeah. So shout out to, Il- shout out to yeah. Illmind. Where's Illmind? If anybody sees him on the milk box, y'all, just uh, tweet us and let us know. What part of the world is he in right now? Philippines. Still? Yeah. Word. He's not coming back. He had a gig last night. I don't blame night. him. Yo, I seen, I seen a picture of him making some sushi. Really? No, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> I'm so like, picture, uh, he, he had, like, really, he had uh, in the Philippines. Yeah, he was yeah, getting busy. I'm not sure if they really do. That's big on sushi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been you to know, the like, Philippines port. and I don't remember everything. Everything sushi there. <laughs> no, he had a couple of DJ gigs out there. Oh, that's and, cool. And uh, like a panel talk. So yeah, dope. Yeah, dope. Shout out to Ilmerve. Worldwide. You gotta be now, man. Yeah, yeah. Because this fucking dollar is shit. Yeah. You know. Yeah, the money's overseas. That's for sure. Yeah. Y'all been working on beats, niggas? Got some shit, bro. Yeah? Yeah, just a little bit. Some sample shit? 
Yeah, of course. I can't I can't leave Sam. As much as I try to divert from it and, you know, stay original, but I always come back to the bread and butter of sampling. I have a hard time getting too far away from it either. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's, what it do you use, what right. do you use to create Quest? Uh honestly, NPC. Yeah, what, I, I have I have the machine, I have complete eight, but I just haven't had the time to really like devote and just unlearn the NPC and just So like, what what do you use right now to right? get your stuff out? Um just vinyl and MPC, and then I, I see which MPC you got? Two thousand XL. Dope. I mean, all the drums are either chopped or bought from whoever. I mean, and Il, the Elmont kits are, are are dope. If you haven't gotten them, I suggest you don't. I mean, whatever you whatever you use on that inspires you, man. If you get, if you cranking them joints out, yeah. and that's what you know, and you doing that, uh-huh. I mean, I gotta respect that. You know, I try to be different, but it's just like whatever feels comfortable, whatever's gonna get me on, do whatever I have to do. Like yeah. I'm just gonna stick with it. I, th- I think That's you have to talk. like what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. You, know? you yeah. can't just try to emulate something else and hope that it's going to be. Yeah. You know, it sounds for like yeah. I play for, I play right. for friends. It's just like Quest is not you. It's not you. Like they need that boom back. I'm like, all right, fuck it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what you feel comfortable doing. If yeah. you're not thinking and you're just flowing, mm. then it, then you know that that's that's your. It feels th- right. Yeah. Right. right. Creativity isn't isn't about thinking. Come on, Primo that's still a... uses the sixty. Really? Well. Yeah. I mean, his his beats sound like they're from the '62. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! No, I'm saying Bullet. they sound like they're Bullet. from the '60s. No, like his yeah. his style has never changed. He doesn't need to change anything. No, right. That's not you, even like a diss. When you hear his style, you <laughs> know. probably sounded like I'm one. Saying, I'm saying that so that you, you know. Yeah, it did sound like one. Machine is new, or this is new, or that's new. Nah. Doesn't mean. Nah, that but you don't get me wrong. Like, I definitely want to fuck with. Like, I definitely need to get into as far as like um workflow and the way everything's going. Like every time, like I. I quote have a session if I'm working somewhere. I, have to, I pack up the MP, I pack up the inbox, I pack the drums, and it's just like I have all this equipment. I'm lugging to the car, like it feels like it feels hip hop. You, you sound like you're lugging real drums, dog. It feels like I'm <laughs> like a real, real drum. drum you got that heavy ass machine. Yeah, you know that, that drum machine's heavy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's something that I got a bunch of vinyl, want to flip, like I'm going to take it. Yeah, yeah, but 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 check it. You, you're grinding. Yeah. You're doing it. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's heavy, if it's not. You're still getting it done. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. All right. You know. Shit, what about you, Sean? About. What you been working on, brother? I've been practicing DJing still. Nice. Sean full of shit. Sean got a bunch of beats in the curve. He ain't no, nobody. I, I have been working on beats, but you know, it's not it's not priority really. So if you're taking like, this DJ thing seriously, you really gonna I mean, I'm not saying I'm putting my name out there and be like, yeah. yo, if you need a DJ, hit me, hit me up. up. Right. But I wanna be able to learn how to spin. I mm-hmm. mean, it's like Do you, you think know. that do you what do you guys think about DJing? Like do you feel like it's gonna help production? Hell yeah, it does. Yeah, sure. I mean, what, you're fucking mashing up beats all day. I mean right. fucking generic will tell you I'm, I don't know. Well, that's when too he, much. that's when he DJs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, but he's a man of many tricks. But he's a yeah. dope DJ though. No, I know he's brilliant. <laughs> I, I think that uh I think it helps, yeah. I mean I, I think you're doing it smart though, like really Getting yeah. your hands no, dirty. No, I, I was asking. It. I was asking him because he's just starting. So, like, yeah. how has it helped your production? Do you f- see a change in, in how you how you approach music now since you're it, practicing the DJing and all? No, nah, just listen to more shit. That's all. Mm. That's all. Really That's good, good though. I will say though, it's hard to focus on a bunch of things. Like that trying to be good at a bunch hard of to focus, things. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're spending your time learning to DJ, it's it's hard to like. All right, now I'm gonna yeah. set some time aside I mean, like, for making. I mean, like I try to do you know practice DJing when I get home from work and then weekends beats because yeah. I got more time. Right. That's good. Get yourself- it takes a lot more time. Yeah, I you can it. practice DJing for a half hour and you yeah. know it's it, at least you're getting something. Or- yeah. 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 So sad. 
Stony. What's up? What about you? Oh, I've just been um. Uh, Where has I Standard been sending you? Uh, Did you go anywhere this week? No, I didn't. I actually, uh, I went somewhere. I, I went to sleep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> room shot. I got. I got a chance to get some rest. Um, we're going to Boston. Wow. Uh, yeah. They should probably cancel that shit. Okay. <laughs> they found them. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty crazy. Still, it's, it's a it's probably a weird vibe up there. Right yeah, now. it's probably going to be weird. But we're going to Boston, and then um we have this thing, this beat camp that we're going to do in Miami. That beat I camp look, is so dope. It's going to be so, so dope. dope, especially in Miami. It's different. I'm mad. I can't go. How how so? How does the beat camp work? Well, basically, um, they have they they rent out the SAE, uh-huh. and they still have the regular um event, the regular I standard producer event. But then it's a room full of different producers like Illmind and S One. I think yeah. I think they're going to be there. Pretty much like in panel, Miami panels and yeah, demos. panels and demos. Right. And like but what but what's great about this is that it's not so much teach your student. It's like you come in there and you're right in front of them, and they and they they actually answer the questions that you want to know, mm. as opposed to some seminars you go to. People talk about what they want to talk about, yeah. as right. opposed to answering the questions you want to know mm. about. And they talk about getting your drums tight, all the stuff that producers want to hear. Split sheets. All that good so, shit. Yeah. So if there's any listeners in Miami, what do, what do they need to do? They need to, to go to involved? the iStandard Producers website and um, sign up for the beat camp. It you know? costs. It costs. Of course. It costs. It Every, costs. Everything good costs. It costs and, a little bit. Yeah, any, any yeah. great information you're yeah. going to get. I mean, and then they get to meet Ilman. They get to meet S. I mean, everybody's going to be there. Cool and Dre's going to be there. Well, that's what I'm saying. Native it's, Instruments, you know, we're, we're sponsoring it, so I'll be there doing a class on machine yeah. for every day for the SAE thing. It, and other so other sponsors will be there, too. Right. I mean, yeah. sometimes you have to invest in yourself. You do. I was I mean, the, to say that. Yeah, I mean, and those people's time is money, you know? Well, the cool thing about it, I, I, last time I was there, it felt like, um, you know, they were a lot more open to talking to people. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not saying, like, all these cats don't want to talk to anybody, but... They're there to talk to you. Right. Like, you can, after the panel, you can talk to them face-to-face, one-on-one and shit, and they won't mind. It's that type of shit. Like, That's dope. And you the, know? the great thing about Beat Camp, I think last year they only did New York. So now this year they're going to have Miami, L.A. We're going to do Los Angeles. We're going to do... I think we're going to I need do, to come out for that one. Yeah, Los Angeles. Be, be, but we're doing that twice. You guys getting Khalil? If if you guys have Khalil uh, yeah. on the uh, on the panel, I'm going. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, might, I might be out there. You know, they do in L.A. They're gonna do. Um, if I'm not sure, I think Chicago. Hold on, let me look. I think they're doing Arizona as well. Yeah, Arizona. Yeah, we're gonna we're doing L.A. We're doing New York. We're doing um, Miami, and uh, we're di- we're gonna do Atlanta also. Oh, dumb. Atlanta's gonna be Party. crazy. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, and then I've just been, you know, working on music just for each showcase, listening to samples, you know. How are you doing with samples? Because that's, that's, I mean, you've always used samples, but that's right. not your main no, focus that's not. like it is with I mean, when else. you when I'm showcasing, I like to use samples because people like what they're familiar with. Yeah, and they can and, actually tell where you're chopping up. And then you can see now. what you're chopping up. Right. You know, if I sit there and I play it, you know, it's... It's not as exciting for the for the person watching. You use somewhat familiar breaks, or no? I never use anything too familiar. Okay. But people like seeing samples get chopped up. That's, That's true. The hope with the pads and everything, they like to see the performance dope. of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And watching how the sample just gets put together, and you, then there's I, and then there's an art to it. So I've been just practicing how to keep that tight and fast. Yeah. Showcase has to be three minutes. No tight longer. and fast. 
pause. <laughs> he had to cue you on the pause. That's what you said. <laughs> yeah, you saw that, right? Yeah, yeah that was right to the juggler. Right to the juggler. <laughs> Just, I'm bleeding right now. Let me go get a breath. But, yo, I have an idea. Not to tell you what to do, but what if you bring in, um, like, a keyboard player? Yeah, sample we, that motherfucker, chop that shit up. You know what I mean? I did, it would be like it would live. apply to like. Today. I did I did that at the New York um, B camp in New in in SAE in New York last year. I did that. I had um, Tory Jones. He came up and That's played dope. it live, and then I chopped his sample up. And we did that. It's cool, you know. But you but know, you, like, you, want that vinyl. you don't sound you very like excited. It's a little I more like the it's, it's, it's a little more aggressive with the samples. Samples yeah, always yeah. bring an element to a track that. You really can't Man, get with you can't, yeah. It, 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 there's no, you don't know what it's going to sound like at the end. Mm. You just know it's going to be fire. I dig it. You know? And, um, yeah, that's it, really. Don't you know? Ain't no music release this week? There's always A lot music. of stuff. A lot I, of stuff. I, um, I mean, my favorite track that came out this week or recently was that De La Soul shit. That one's dope. My favorite one's the Static Selected joint. With Black Thought and, and Joey, Joey Badass. And Joey. You know what? Do you no, have that? Joey Badass and Raekwon. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah. Could you play it? Please. Yeah, I will. One. I'll play it on the break. Yeah, I'll play the Zayla one on the break. Because I, I didn't hear that. I heard the it's, other it's one fire. that he did for uh, Joel Ortiz. Oh, yes, okay. I heard that. Was in, and I heard the uh, Talib Kweli joint, the tribute to Guru. Oh, Guru. To Guru. Yeah, I got yeah. that. I got that too with me. That, that, I felt like that was a little late. You know what I mean? I felt like no. It's his well, third. It's, his, it's the third anniversary. Yeah, it's yeah. The anniversary. That's why they did. Oh, okay. so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. crazy that that's been three years. That's wild. And also nineteen years since Omatic came out today. Wow. That's, that's crazy. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm you, old officially. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Omatic, did you see? Uh, did you hear the new track that uh, Lars Professor did with? Uh, Noriega? Nah. Mm-mm. He produced it for Nori? Yeah, he produced a joint for Nori, and so did Pete Rock. Um, I like the beat, but, you know, it just was a, just was a, you know, opposite end of the spectrum type shit. Right. You know what I mean? I actually, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a week late. I finally got a chance to listen to the J record y'all were talking about last week. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I listened to the Pusher joint. The Pusher's retarded. But the JB, my niggas. Yeah. Oh, my God. You like that beat better? I love that beat. I, it's something about the bottom. Yeah, Tim the bottom Tim has a sub that yeah. he puts underneath his drums. Yeah. I don't know how he... And it doesn't interrupt the kick. Yeah. Oh, my God. They did the, a... The mix was crazy. They did a part two with Common on it this week. I don't, I don't think, I don't think they did a part two. I think really? <laughs> you don't like it? Comment just, just I thought it was cool. I, I thought it, it was cool. I that shit was like a freestyle. It was like, a freestyle, yeah. He just kind of <laughs> looped it up. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Well. He had that track with uh, Cocaine 80s came out this this week, too. Yeah. I fuck with I Cocaine that was 80s, cool. man. Yeah. The, the, the beat was real kind of jazzy. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I, liked, I really liked their production. I've been... Trying to get into like a lot of different types of production. Oh, I went to uh, tonight. They were at Webster Hall. When was it? Wednesday. Who? That shit was crazy tonight. Wow. The group tonight. <laughs> it kind of threw me off too. Like, right? no, you didn't. He you're said here. tonight. I was tonight. Lu- <laughs> Lunas and Hudson Mohawk. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, was, How was it? It was bananas, man. It was sold out too. But but you got in there. Did I mean, you get I to just, go quest? I mean, I just bought did, tickets. Did you? Do you know what? I didn't. I didn't know about shit. It's not my fault. Y'all the motherfuckers are sleeping on everything. That's true. Like, yo, I'm I'm sleeping because I'm out of of rest. We're actually working, right? 
I, mean, I know you. I forget. You're I forgot. I, I yeah yeah. I panhandle. That's why I forgot my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that shit was really dope, man. Did you guys hear about? Um, well, not hear about. Did you listen to Jalil Beats? His mixtape. I didn't get a chance nah. to listen. Did you nah. hear it? Nah. I listened to a couple joints, but it's just like you know. Does everything sound the same? That's okay. exactly what you were going to say. That's exactly what he was going to no, say. No, I was just saying, it's a lot of Jalil. Oh, okay. So, like, what does that you, mean? Like, You really got to be a fan of Jalil. To, to fuck with it. To fuck with what it. I there mean? was actually two tracks back to back that sounded exactly the same. I'm like, yo, if the order was different, you know, it would be crazy. But um, no, I still fuck with it. There was a lot of, a lot of beats on there. It was dope. Um, some sample, some non-sample shit. Nice. But, you know, it was pretty much a discography of what he's done, like, mm-hmm. recently. Yeah. I mean, then, uh, I like the last mixtape he did. I, I like Jalil. Yeah, I like the his lead style. one, yeah. Yeah, he's dope. Yeah. Did you guys hear the new Black Milk project? Like, he came out with that, like, two tracks, but now it's, like, the full the thing. The full thing now. For Record Store uh-uh. Day. What are you guys doing for Record Store Day? I'm doing nothing. Do you know what Record Store Day is? Yeah. <laughs> <It's funny>. <laughs> <laughs> 420. I mean, (laughs) it is good, though, to support the few record stores that are still around. Hell yeah, man. Go to Turntable Lab, go to 8-1. But I would say support them all year because one day is not going to cut it. One day ain't enough. keep them around. But what's dope is like a lot of these artists came out with projects just for record store day that they got pressed up on vinyl. That's dope. That is dope. Yeah. Shout out to my boy Scheme. What day day is that exactly? Tomorrow, 420. Damn. Everything's happening tomorrow. Um, anybody who, who hasn't signed up yet, Ski has his class at the Scratch Academy oh, that tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh, that's that the starts, first one? Yeah. Well, he, he's only doing, doing a one-off. One. Oh, it's a oh, one-off? I thought it was supposed to be more than one. Depending on how... The, depending <laughs> for tomorrow. Oh. He decided he's going to do All right. one. Well, I hope Scratch that goes... Scratch decides it, yeah. I guess, yeah. I hope know. that goes well, then. Otherwise, just move the dub spot. Uh. <laughs> well, Scratch, 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 Scratch will be doing some stuff with Native, so I, yeah? mean, I, I oh, can't okay. talk about it. But it's there's there's good things coming from that place oh, with Machine. Dope. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of cool things there. That's good. Um, shit, I don't know if you guys heard the, the new Reason Seven is coming out. Yeah, yeah, by the end of the month, that's gonna be pretty crazy. So anybody who's a Reason user, you got a lot to be excited about. They added like uh, transient markers, like. Anybody who used Ableton, yeah. they know that the transient markers, they added the same stuff that's in Recycle. They put some of those features inside of Reason 7. So now when you're in the editing page, you could actually warp. You could choose mm. different markers and then slide just those markers. It's dope. You know what? And then they also added external MIDI racks inside of Reason. So now if you have like an external keyboard, like a, a, a motif or any, oh, any hardware gear, you can actually now route through your interface yeah. out of out of Reason into your hardware. And so now you can sequence all your hardware stuff inside of Reason. That's dope. Which is something you couldn't do before. So that's So that's, aren't they kind of catching up Tableton a little bit? Like they were no, they were kind of behind in No, in not these? at all. It's a just it's a different way of doing Ableton Reason too different. I know, I don't have completely you know, my, different. My, my, yeah. the only, my only qualms with Reason is that you can't Use like third party plugins. Well, they have their own third party plugins. So, what they do is that's they have cool. that's where they've been, but that's like, where they've VS, monopolized. like yeah. all yeah. these oh, VSCs and shit that I've been wanting to use and I want to fucking, you know, fuck with reason. Like, I can't do it. But they've got rack extensions. If you go into the rack extensions, you'll see that they got like, you know, the PX7, you know, different keyboards that are made from the same companies that make the VST, but just for reason. Right. And they sound 
even better than VSTs that are even out. So, you know, go to the rack extensions. You'll find a lot of stuff in there. Sounds like a lot of money. Yeah, Sounds like a lot of that's work. how they get well, you. I mean, but, but what but, isn't a lot of money anymore? But it is like, nice if you can use things across programs so you don't have to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, but in Reason you could use in, in any program. You could take Reason and bring it into Ableton yeah. and bring it into Pro Tools and bring it into anything. So it's not like, you know. Yeah, Re- but you Reason can't is, use external. So basically yeah, well, she's saying you're you using go, more than one thing. When well, you, you, go to, you go to rack extensions. Right. You go to rack extensions and get what you need to get. And you use what you got to use in Reason. You bring it into your Logic or your Pro Tools, whatever, and then you use your VSTs in your DAW. That's how that works. I mean, it's all about what you're comfortable using. Right. I know cats that use Reason, they body it. Khalil, mm. one of your favorite, that's one of his biggest tools, Reason. Really? He kills that. You know what I mean? Like you use the 2000, that's whatever you're comfortable using. I think Reason is super flexible. They have a lot of good sounds. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to um, Pro Tools 11 coming out. That's going to be pretty that? crazy. I'm pretty sure it's already that's, out, isn't it? No, next month. Next month? Next month, yeah. Like, I don't want to... I'm not actually looking forward to it. Why? Because it, they completely got rid of Artaz. Well, what they did was they allowed you to keep Pro Tools 10 on your system. So if you install Pro Tools 11 for the new users, yeah. you could still have your Artaz with the 10. They're not eliminating 10. They're going to keep 10, and then you're going to have Pro Tools 11. They're getting rid of the DAE. The DAE is the, 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 the information that looks for the hardware that makes Pro Tools slow down like it does. Yes, it does. So now they're making it AAE. They're making it easy, and you could do bounce in place and all the different things you couldn't do. Because, I mean, it was an older format. Now they're, you know, coming up to speed with all the requests that people have been having. And, I mean, I, I mean, and then, and then now, and then now you could do, like, HD editing, you know, inside of Pro Tools 11. So it's like almost combining, like, Media Composer and Pro Tools 10 all in one. That's so dope. That's crazy. That's, that's all well and good though, but I mean, like, there's. It's been how many years since Artaz has been out? You know what I mean? Like everything has been being made on Artaz. We're in a different era. You know what I'm saying? And things and are then, changing. And then now we have to buy all these fucking plugins in AAX. That's the thing that sucks, man. Because like, all right, you get it's eleven. Get you. You get eleven, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you use all your Artaz plugins on ten, like, obviously you're not going to keep on opening well, eleven. Well, well, Art AAX is in, in effect right now, so you have the option to have both. They give you both downloads for free. Right, but you know everybody that downloads shit and plugins. Right. There's some cats that I know that are still on eight because they can't get to you know the newer formats and shit well, you but know, like the simple fact that it's just like the tools that we have we have to shell out a lot of money like it seems like every fucking what two three years I mean, yeah. but, but it's, it goes it's, it's with that's how it is in technology it's gonna change it fucking like sucks. he has he has an mpc 2000 xl if he has a floppy on that Motherfucker. he's got to get the the sd card yeah. or he's got to have guys who still use scuzzies they got to find those yeah. scuzzy zips and they got to keep finding find. it's hard to find it kind of reminds me, well, not reminds me, it's exactly the same. Like when Apple moved from like the power PCs to the Intels. Okay. Like, yo, I still got a G5 sitting in my fucking apartment just chilling. Please. Like I can't even play YouTube on that shit. What? <laughs> like, I mean, but, but even, even with hard drives, I mean, yeah. I went from 400 Firewire. All my drives are 400. I don't have any 800 converters. You know what I'm saying? So, and now you got Thunderbolt. Yeah, which is so. Yeah, much I haven't seen any. I haven't seen any hard drives with Thunderbolt yet, which is kind of crazy. I, my hard drive has Thunderbolt. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course it does. Of course it does, right? <laughs> you get all the new stuff. That's what's up. But yeah, man. We got to stay on top of his stuff. I mean, but again, you know, for the producers who are listening, whatever you have, make it work, work. for you. You don't have to have Thunderball. You don't have to have Pro Tools 11. You don't have to have the newest or whatever. But use things that are going to be easy and portable because we live in an age now where collaborations is everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? I should be able to say, your quest, here's a file, and you can load it up and work. You know what I mean? If you do a record, you want to be able to track it out almost immediately. You know what I'm saying? Because with the 2000, you have to do hard patching and, it's you know. A, it's a pain, but, like, you know, it, it works for me, and I pretty much I get the job done. You know, you know what I'm saying. It's gonna take me longer than 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 most. You know, especially if I was on Fruity Loops or or Logic or what have you. You know, but, but I mean, then now we're talking about time versus quality. Quality, this is true. And and what you're familiar with. Pretty much across the board, every producer will tell you that it doesn't matter, matter what, what you're what you, on. Right. I mean, as long as it's dope. I mean, it was it will say all the time like it doesn't matter what it is as long as it dopes. As long as it's dope and it knocks. It really doesn't matter. And as long as you know what you're doing. Yeah. Like, for me, anything I use, and I mean, I, I just happen to know a lot of stuff, but anything I use, if I can't troubleshoot it, I don't yeah, want to use, use it. it. I dig it. If, if I can't troubleshoot, see, the whole, the whole name of the game, you got to be able to troubleshoot. Because mm. when you're stuck, you got to figure it out. And if you can't figure it out, you can't create. So you yeah. don't want to make it so complicated that you can't work. You want to make it that you can work where you can flow. It's supposed right. to be natural. Yeah, I mean, not everyone's going to be as technically savvy as you with, with all the programs, but, you know, it, it's about your ear and, and, you know, making good music. and. Yeah, and I know guys who are not technically savvy, but they know their Fruity Loops back and, in and out. Mm-hmm. That one piece they know, they know it like the back of their yeah. hand. They know everything. They take it apart. They change the pads. Mm. They do all kind of stuff with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I mean. Like, master, master whatever you have. Yeah. Make it, make it your thing, you know? So what else is going on this week? Awkward yeah. silence. Any any news? ASAP <laughs> um, Rocky is apparently Gay. starting to produce. Wow. Wow. Really? <laughs> what? Wait, Quest. Have <laughs> you been sitting on that one? <laughs> I don't know. Really? I saw it on the blog. Yeah. Um, I watched oh. this. Uh, yeah. Well, why yeah, why just, are you mad about that? No, I, everybody's didn't, a I producer. didn't even say anything. Just like, yeah. Why are you getting at me? Eat? <laughs> I mean, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, Eminem wait, didn't on, wait, start wait, out wait. as a producer. Whoa, whoa. Sean said it. I didn't say nothing. No, you're like, oh, come on. No, no. I didn't say, oh, come Let on. Let me finish. I, said, I, said, I did not right. say, oh. Well, there's I, not much to it, but no said date. He said he's starting to work on producing and he's going to come out with an instrumental album. No, no, no album title, but I'm just like. Really, ASAP Rocky of all people. He's like, yeah, I'm looking forward to you know people hearing my production. Like, so what do you? I so wonder what it's gonna so be what like. So what do you guys feel about that? Because you're apparently all gun ho for it. You ain't even hear his beat. No, yet. I don't. And you know. all like, I mean, yeah, that shit's awesome. I think he has as much a right as everyone else to make beats. This is true. Nobody said he didn't. But you jumping like you heard ten joints I'm already. Not even, you, heard, I mean, you, you bopping your head like yeah. I'm not even, to be honest, a, a big fan of his music in the first place. I'm not. It's not that I don't like it, but I, you know, I can go it. either way. But that being said, you know, I, I just, I, I don't feel like it should be interesting. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, he's, he's, you know, he's probably creative. Dude. I mean, I, I think it's dope that that artists, you know, produce some of their own stuff. I saw a video the other day with. J. Cole, and it was inspirational. You uh, know, the one he where was, he was playing all his beats. Oh, man. Yeah. And he was playing. I was actually feeling that shit because I'm be honest with you, man. I didn't 
Like, there was only, like, two or three beats from his last album right. that I fuck with. Same here. And, like, when I seen the video, I just seen it actually today. I was impressed. I he had some joints? He had some joints. Yeah. And know? then he was sitting but there. But just the way he made it, like, how yeah. he was telling people how he made it. Go on labdummy.com. That's another site that I really, really fuck with for, like, everything. Production videos and shit like that. Yo, but. I saw something else this week that was kind of crazy. A YouTube video of Macklemore playing, like, jazz piano and some other dude playing the horn. That's dope. Yeah, it was crazy. Send I was that like, shit to me. I want to see yeah, that shit. Yeah, I'll show you. It, and he was, like, he was proficient on the keys, too. Proficient. I love that word. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it surprised me. I didn't know. You yeah, know? yeah. He, he, you know, he did as far as I know, he doesn't produce even. Yeah, it's just funny to see like you know people actually doing other things. Yeah, outside that, of the element that you yeah, expect. Yeah, because yeah, like, like listening to his music, I'm like, oh, he's not really a musician. Like, I, I don't think he's like a you know, you know, a typical musician. You know, playing an instrument or something. Right. Like, yeah. You could tell they put a lot of thought into their music though, yeah. like and how it all comes together. And how can you tell? Just because I mean, listen to his music. It's not like. A typical like sixteen eight like they actually have bridges and they build it out with different live instruments and I think that they put a lot more into their music than most hip hop yeah. acts these days. Yeah, and you know I I always just left it to the producer, thinking that right. he would be the one that be doing all that. But I'm sure that they co-produce or I think both they themselves. do because uh, you, you know uh, Brian Lewis comes from a, a photography background. He he also uh, directs or co-directs a lot of their videos, oh, like the new crazy. one that just came out for uh, "Live for the Moment" or wh- whatever it is, the new single. Uh, um, it's a crazy video. Yeah, they, yeah, they put it some out. money. I'm not on up, on up there. Yeah, it's yeah. dope. Good shit, man. Yeah. So we got a we got a lot of blapper crafts this week. Uh, we got yeah, I grabbed ten of them. Cool, man. You want to get started on them and see what's uh, up? It's 1030. I mean, why not? We probably should, huh? Yeah, we probably should. All right. 1030, you know, we'll, we'll go through these blapper crafts and we'll do like a little uh, music break. Yeah, you want to uh, say who the guest is before they get here and just um yeah, man. give it a little intro? Go ahead. You give it a little intro. I mean, that was your idea. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Sean. I mean, you I say know, live uh, on the air. I mean, well, you know, trying, you, you totally to transition <laughs> over to the turntables here. Oh, I got you. I got you. Go ahead, man. All right. Go ahead. Get right. your walk on, son. Okay. All right. <laughs> but yeah, we got uh, Riggs Morales coming up. You know what I'm saying? He's going to get here around like 11, 11, 15. But if you don't know who he is, he's the VP of A&R and Artist Relations over at Atlantic now. Um, he's been in the game for like 15 years, man. He's done everything from like writing journalism to, you know, being a personality on, on MTV and shit like that. So, yo, you get definitely have to tune in, man, because he's even won a Grammy, I think, from really? uh, Eminem's last project, his comeback project, I mean. But, you know, he's worked with like the Source, XXL Vibe, Fader, to being with Shady for like many years and just getting up new talent, man. So I definitely want to hear what he has to say. A job, shit. Yeah, hit him up for a job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're first in line, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, definitely check him out later on. Like I said, 11 o'clock or so. And uh, right now, we're going to get in this blap of crap. Hopefully, it's a lot of blap this week, man. I don't know. I mean, you know, it's. I can't call it. You can never call it, man. It's all good. <laughs> no, because I, I just, you know, I do it randomly. We'll see what comes out. 
Word, word. What? What, Stoney? Don't even get into it again. Don't give me that look. <laughs> we, we do this every week. <laughs> Who we got up first? We got uh, Zapata is the first one. Shoes. Funny. Terrible ass name. Damn. <laughs> all your sisters and all your brothers Do your own thing You don't need no other He's like, what did you say about my name, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> Shoes about to step on your neck, son. <laughs> Woo. All right. Let it run a little because it did change. Yeah, that shit day. is crazy. Yeah, that was hard. But I, I was corrected. Um, that does not mean shoes. He's from the Mexican Revolution, so that is a pretty dope name. <laughs> <laughs> so there, <laughs> take that. So yeah, I need to brush up on my Spanish. <laughs> Zapatos are shoes. It's close. Zapatos is uh, yeah, close enough. But guess what? The little the little things count. You know what I mean? But anyway, this is true. So what's up? What do you guys think? Blap. I'm going to blap that shit. Yeah. Stony. The little, the gaps though, like the drops, I understood them. Yeah. You had to tighten them up. It's not, nah, if someone was rapping over it, you yeah, wouldn't yeah, even no, notice. I, I it understood would be, them. It would like, be a dropout. That shit, that shit's crazy. That's 100% blap. That's a great way to start the fucking blap of crap, dude. Uh, the drops would, he definitely got to tighten up on the drops. Yeah, but I'm saying if someone was rapping over that, you probably wouldn't even notice. It would just drop yeah, out Yeah, we would notice it. We would feel it. It was a feeling. I think producers more, would know. Yeah, producers would feel it instantly. Yeah. So yeah. What, do you, what do you think? It's a blap. It's definitely a blap. I mean, he definitely went in. The kick was just. Uh, the kick was a little. I don't know. Something about the kick was weird to me, but it was still dope. The snare was hard. Oh, the snare the was hard. The baseline was was yeah. dope. I mean, it was dope. It was dope. It's a blap. But the all drops right. were just a little weird. That's all. All right. Next one's on the low music. That was quick. Yeah, I'm a crap dad. It was boring. Um, 
It needed to be mixed a little bit better, but it needed to just be more interesting, that's all. Yeah, um, the loop is cool. Like, there's nothing wrong with loops, just as long something is, I don't know, something is appealing to the ear. Keep, keep the, you want to keep your listen, your, the listener interested if you're going to do something more than a four-bar four bar loop. But um, keep at it. I mean, you're saying they should do more than a four-bar loop, I mean, though, if, right? If, if you're going to do it, just... I don't know, be, be innovative. You know, it has to be something, especially like your drums. Like, your drums got to hit. Um, I feel like the synths were a little boring. But, um, I don't know, it's just my personal opinion, you know. But keep at it, dog. Um, yeah, it's a crap. It was only because it was boring. The sound selection was cool, you know, but it was just, he really? didn't, it felt incomplete. It just felt like it was just a loop. You got to change something up at some yeah, point. Yeah, at some so point, like, yeah. But then or, you know, or add but, but you know, if, you, if you're in a room and you, you nigga, this shit crazy. You have to have people around you that has an objective that can tell you, yo, that shit is trash, shine. Well, maybe I mean, maybe as a a good base, and they just needed to do something with it. Just something, just something. Or decent base. I'm crapping it too, though. What? <laughs> yeah. Let's well, keep it moving. All right, let's do it. <laughs> the next one's uh, this ace. That didn't really, really? change up. It wasn't going to change up. I was yeah. waiting for that shit to get crazy. Uh, well, I thought that would have been the point right there, right? Yeah. They just added a, a, a snare with reverb, and they didn't make any changes. Oh man, I'm on the fence about this because, like, I kind of liked the beginning, but it just took a little too long to change. Mm-hmm. And oh. then, and then, like, I was looking something for something else with the drums. Like yeah. A week. I mean, I didn't mind like the kind of snaps that just kind of built. I, I don't know. I, I agree. Like, it had a good feeling to it, but yeah. it just wasn't. Like, there needed to be some, S- something, something else. Yeah. Something else. Because, like, yo, that shit would be super crazy if they just layered some shit with it. Yeah, yeah. And like, came, some in, other... came in and out with some shit. Yeah. yeah. That shit would have been nuts. Yeah, I'm going to have to crap it, man. Crap. Yeah, I'm going to crap it. It was boring. You got you got any other input to give? Um, It was a great... <laughs> No, Stoney, you're kind of oh, quiet tonight. You know what? No, I mean, you guys are saying all the things that I, I was thinking. You know, oh, I'm not okay. going to, like, you know, keep... Be, Reiterate be, the same shit, uh, yeah. If, she's, you know, she's ringing in 420. That's all good. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like... Get, was, getting in the mental, the mindset for 420? A little early? <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, it was it was cool. You know, I, I, liked, I liked the sound selection. You know, and it's crazy because all these guys are not whack. You know, everything you're playing is not whack. Yeah, there's it's not just, been anything whack. It's, it's just not a blap. You know what I'm saying? It's not, oh, sh- we, that, ain't, we ain't going crazy in yeah, here. The first one was. The first one was, was, it still wasn't crazy. It was a blap, but it wasn't even nuts. Like, we've had better. We've had better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think all these have a, a good start, you yeah, know? Yeah, great start, yeah. yeah. 
Um, all right, next one is Ryan Pham. What up? Is it me or is that a loop, a drum loop? That's a, de- no, that's a is drum that a break. break beat? Yeah. The joint would have been nuts if he didn't have a break beat on there. I mean, why? You think it didn't fit with it? I, 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 I felt like something was a little off. off. It was. It, the guitar was, wasn't lined up with it. Something but, you was know, a little off, but I like I liked the music. I liked the melody and I everything. I thought the mix was off. Mix was way the, off. The oh, mix yeah. was definitely no, was off, that, but the, the the loop would have been dope if it was underneath a a track that he played over the loop. If he had embe- right. embellished the loop and bring the loop down, it, you would have felt the music more. I think the loop took away from the music. I the, thought the music was jazzy. I thought it was. Yeah, the drums were too hard for for what that was, in my opinion. I think the drum selection was wrong. You know what it sounded like? It sounded like a rock Marciano love song. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some hardship, but like, yeah. <laughs> that's the, what it sounds like. The melody, I, the I melody liked, was dope. The yeah, I liked it. Dope. I liked it. It's just um, for the hook, like in the beginning, when they had the full on guitar throughout the whole thing, it was it just didn't match up. But when it went to the the verse, then I liked that shit. Mm. But it seemed like something was cracking in there. Um, like something was off in the mix. Like the drums were a little bit too loud. <laughs> they were too loud. Yeah. yeah. But even loud. even with but the, I'm a black man. with I'm the a black melody, man. it was it got loud and then soft. It was kind of yeah. they need to balance that yeah. out. I'm yeah, I'm crapping it. Yeah, yeah, I am too. I feel like there's some real potential there though. Yeah. It's great potential. Like super potential. Like yeah. that could be a really dope beat. Uh, better mix, and if you get like a dope bass line. I didn't even know that there was no bass. I just just focused on the break beat so much. I would would be cool with it if the drums felt right with it. I'm going to still blap it. It just had a good feeling. No, it has a great potential. It had a good feeling to me. When I first heard it, I was like, blap all the way. I was just like, ah, come on, dude. Sorry, keep yeah, it up. Keep I gotta it up. crap it. It's keep all it good, up. man. Yeah, you yeah. ain't hurt my feelings, dude. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm saying that I think yeah, yeah. that one, if if they did everything right, could be as better than anything we've heard, maybe. True. Tonight. True. All right. So uh next one's Tilo. Again? <laughs> Again. <laughs> what up, you, Tilo? You gonna complain about this? I'm not complaining about shit anymore, dude. I, I stopped complaining.
shit was crazy. That shit was dope. I'm a black black black. That shit hard. It's nigga. funny. I didn't. I didn't like it at first. Like the the oh. first part. Oh yeah, nah. The 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 that kind of the dope. hook at the beginning, but e then when wowing. it went into the verse, I really liked yeah. it. Wowing that shit. <laughs> 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 All right, I guess I'm off. <laughs> yeah, I fuck with that heavy man. Word. Great sample selection. Word. Your chops are crazy. Okay. Chops are fucking retarded. Um, black black all day. Black all day. All right, next one's uh, CG Productions. Oh, yeah, they use the Nightline shit. Reverse. So you heard it already. You heard it already. This Maybe. shit was that shit was it was it was real stiff pause it was real stiff <laughs> it was like just like just you know what i mean it like felt it was like a, stiff but i, I like, like i like the way it, like you like the way it felt no <laughs> <laughs> it felt like Let some dictatorship type shit you know what i mean yeah, i can yeah. see that in a movie but like I didn't really like the beat it was just like really super stiff man you feel like that was like germany like 1939 or something? I don't know. Like, it, it felt like... I mean, I mean, stiff ain't bad if the drum selection is right. I thought the drum selection yeah. was cool. Uh, no, no, I didn't like the drum selection. Oh. Yeah. He had me in the beginning with the... Yeah, that fucking he was like, intro was the dope. Intro was like, oh, he well, the intro was like... Well, that's just from Nightline. That's from the show. It's just a way, a certain way to... Before I don't the know. Night, the way before he flipped, the Nightline stuff came out. I didn't really like the way he flipped it. Let me just put it that yeah, way. I, okay. Because it was like, you know, it, was, it felt like you were just doing, you know. And the four, drums were like. Doo -doo, doo -doo, four, 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 and then you just press the pads across right. going right. with the beat. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it was very calculated. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it, Predictable, it, maybe? It, yeah. it had to. I, mean, I feel like it had to, if it would have switched some shit up, you know. What, put a little swing on it? Just and like a little, just a little something, you know what I mean? It's you just, you just, think that would change it to a blap or... No, because no. the drum selection well, the, was not the whole. The whole feeling to me was like really, you know, it wasn't there for me. So, okay, yeah, I'm, 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 I agree with him. I, 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 I blap it. You're blapping it. Yeah, I'm blapping it. Cheers to that. Bro. Yeah. Wow. I wonder if I because I feel like because I'm, why, I'm listening. Why are you blapping it? No, but I, I was just gonna say I'm listening through a monitor and I wonder if it's like a different feeling because there's sometimes you see the vibrations is on your feet, so you you're feeling it differently than we I'm are. I'm feeling it differently. Yeah. Sometimes I don't like I, I won't really hear the bass lines through here very well, so it's hard for I me. I mean, to another thing too that some knucklehead just knocked that shit over earlier. Yeah. You got a big crack in it now. So. Yeah. Thank, thanks and for then, that. And, and then also, also, don't get it confused. Like, when you hear stuff loud from the speaker, it gives you a different pers pers perspective of the track. You're listening to it from speakers loud and yeah, it's yeah. bassy, as opposed to just listening that's, to it in headphones. That's an important point, though. That's why you have to listen to your beats in different systems yes, you before do. you put it out there, because, you know, 
uh, it could be really accurate in headphones, and it could be awful right. on, on monitors. So. True. Not all of us have the luxury, you know what I mean? But figure it out. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I always felt like, I, I think in a car stereo is a good... It's a good monitor because yeah, so the, many people. The car test is like. I think every, yeah. every, every test is dope, but you got to go in a big studio and listen to it loud too. I know, to but find out shit. where your bottom end yeah. is. But how it's many people much. listen to music in their car? And and you know, I, I feel like a car will. If there's some weak points to your beat, and that's, a car that's will kind of pull a that car. out. That's if people have a car. Of course, yeah, yeah. Some people don't have a car. Most people I know don't have a car. Well, get one of your friends to bring over their car and, and throw your shit in there. <laughs> Some people don't have a car. I mean, every, everyone knows someone with a car. That's not true. Most people know someone with a car. Anyone who can afford like production equipment to make beats probably knows someone with a car. A lot of people can't afford production equipment. They do the best they can with their downloads. A lot of people can't afford a place to live. Like, come on. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, uh, How far are we going to go here? <laughs> Thank you. No, no, but, but also I, I will have to say, you know, invest in some Sennheiser um, headphones, monitor headphones. Not if you can't afford to know someone with a car. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Anyway. <laughs> All right, next one is uh, commentary. Okay. You're not giving a chance to change. We've been playing it forever. It's, uh, you might feel like forever, but that's as long as I normally play beats. Okay. I mean, well, you want to keep listening to it? Please stop. I was just trying to see where it was going. Okay. You want to play it again? Play no, it again. it's cool. At this point, we already we already. Yeah, this, this is a little awkward to start it back <laughs> up here. But, I mean, I'm cool on the Top Gun theme, um, so I'm going to crap it. Is that what, is that what, what it used? That's what it sounds like it's to just, me. It's, it has that feel. And he, yeah. he, he definitely tried to change up like the timing and stuff, but it just didn't sit in the right pocket for me. Crap. I don't know what you're doing with those faint claps in the background, but it, those weren't hidden. So, yeah. I, 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 I don't, I don't I think he really meant for them to hit. I think he wanted them to be faint like that. He wanted it to be kind of percussion. Kind of percussion. But, yeah. but I think there could be, like, if he turned that more into a break, like a, a real break sounding beat with, like, not necessarily bring up what's there, but really like. There was a part of the beat where it was looping pretty cool, and then it went somewhere else. And that's when you cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> this is true, Stony. This is true. Anyways, I said play it again. Moving play on. It. No, let's move on. Uh-huh. How right, many ne- more we got left? Uh, we got three. Do you, do you want to do them all, or do yeah, we? Yeah, let's time? do them all. We all got right. time. I mean, yeah. Uh, Earl Benjamin's the next one. What up, Earl?
Yeah, I could definitely hear somebody rapping in that shit. The Ben, the, the Ben, that, that. Mm-hmm. I, he could have took that out. Like, there was no wait. If he would have took it out, there would have been nothing. I thought, the, I thought the beat was dope. No, I'm saying no, that would have been close to nothing. That's like the main sample. That, yeah, that's I'm gonna sample. blap it. I'm blapping it. I'm fucking with it. I'm blapping. I'm blapping that shit. That shit. Somebody could flow to. That's like a, a currency. He could bring right the there. strings down mm-hmm. a little bit. That, that's dun, currency. That sample, yeah. you bring it down just a little in the mix, but I'm blapping it. I'm gonna crap it. Um, I didn't like his changeup. I thought he could do more with the changeup, but all he did was like when you drop it. Yeah, he pitched pitch it down. I was just like, <laughs> yeah, almost lazy. But like, I do well, see somebody else on it. Somebody else could 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 actually kill that joint. You you quest you think like some fills or something when he something. when he made the change when he made the change maybe or even a, a change in in the drum sequencing. Some, something I liked se- his drum sequencing. No, I, 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 I kind of feel you though because it it, it like he had it did get a little it, monotonous. Yeah, and then when when the when he did the pitch shift, I felt I, I don't know like I, I felt like I was missing something. Like if he changed up the drums and did something different, different. yeah, it would it would have complemented the pitch shift better. In my opinion, I like. I actually, I, I like that advice. I think that's good. Thank you. Um, next, <laughs> next one's uh, AD. Both y'all. <laughs> All right, AD. Quali and or Gene Gray. Yeah, especially I like an old reflection eternal type sound. I'm gonna Ooh. I'm gonna blap it, but it's very typical. You Tip- know what I mean? I, I Super- like the feel of that. I no, thought no, it was no, no. I, I thought it was dope, but it's typical. It's, it's like okay, another whoa, whoa. boom bap, very boom bap. Okay. Heard it before. Dope is dope, but it's like okay, you know, like what heard, would, what, heard would, what could the producer have done to make it stand out? No, it stood out. It was absolutely dope. I mean, it was exactly what it's supposed stand to be. Out more. But like he said, Talib Kweli, Jean Grey, you know, it had it sounded like everybody. It, he he didn't have like anything to like. It wasn't he didn't have his own signature on it. You know what I mean? I could easily say, oh, that's a high tech beat. That's it sounded high tech. It sounded high tech ish. It sounded like someone else. Okay. It didn't but have it, his signature. I, I I don't hear him in it. I hear every, somebody else. Somebody else. It's dope. I'm not gonna take that from him. I'm blapping it. It felt amazing. Anybody on that record is gonna is gonna do a great record, right? But it didn't sound like he put himself in it. It sounded like he took high tech swag or whoever swag that does underground stuff and said, "Okay, I'm gonna do an exact replica of this." And it's like, okay, well, that, that, that's creative. I'd rather I'd rather that and have it sound good than you know. I, I'd rather I want to totally hear I want to hear him. Not I'd rather hear him instead of a, a, a duplication. I mean, maybe that's his tech. sound though. Yeah. Huh? 
You he know, sounds like high tech. There's a lot of people yeah. that, that have that sound. I'm blapping it, though. I mean, right. not because I want to. I'm blapping it because it's dope. That's actually my personal favorite of the night so far. Yeah, that yeah. was kind of dope. I thought that yeah. was dope. It's that, dope. Like the bass, that? the bass line, how that came in, that shit I was I think sick. it's dope. I just think that, you know, I'm, not, I'm, I'm just saying to him, if he walked in a room and said, hey, this is my style, it would be just like everyone else's that had done that before him. That's, that's fair enough. All right, we got one more. Uh, Harola Beats. That. that was dope. That shit was I would have loved to hear like a few fills in there. Yeah, that yeah. shit would be crazy. I mean, you know, but I like the drums. I liked on everything there. he did. It was yeah, dope. yeah, yeah. That, that perfect. Sure. Sound selection mixed tight. Drums hard. The drop was right. I was begging for his <laughs> drop to be right. Yeah. <laughs> I was begging for that drop. I was like, please be dope. Yeah, and it, was, it was, right. was. And it was crazy. That's yeah, funny. that was dope. Yeah. It's a good way to end. Yeah, word. That was crazy. All right, word. So we take a little musical break. Take a little musical break and, you know. And hopefully our guest shows up. (laughs) I didn't want to say it, but yeah. Well, Well, he's not here. But but he did say 11 and it's 11 now. So we'll see how it goes. Hopefully he's prompt. But anyway, what you going to be playing for us, man? I'll play a few new joints. I might get into a little, uh, you know, guru stuff. You DJing for his tonight? Third anniversary. He's getting it in. So you know, I did mention it's the 19th anniversary of Illmatic, so I might drop a few oh, yeah, of those. Oh yeah, please, come on, you gotta, you gotta play. play that. So that's that's what we'll do. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. All right, man. So we'll be back in a few, but till then, Jadaris gonna hit y'all with some new shit. Stay tuned in. We'll be back in like not too long. Just fucking wait. Main on fire, my empire be higher than the active on Mariah. You niggas should worship Sire. Your crew holding dead weight like a fucking hearse's tires. Meanwhile, I'm like the flow diversifier versus. Yeah, main on fire, my empire be higher than the active on Mariah. You niggas should worship. Yeah, main on fire, my empire be. Yeah, main on fire, my empire be. Yeah, main on fire, my empire be higher than the active on Mariah. You niggas should worship Sire. 
crew holding dead weight like a fucking hearse's tires. Meanwhile, I'm like the flow diversifier versus flyer. Gave the truth at a time when niggas prefer the liars. I was David promising the world that I'ma serve Goliath. Then I swam with sharks, made it to the land and bought my dick in bitches with intentions. Sick as Satan's worst desires. Uh, hell of an intro, speeding through this life at a hell of a tempo. With my head out the window, 20k in my pocket as I'm feeling the wind blow. And I ain't had a wallet since Nintendo. Nintendo, orchestrating these cables, watch my paper crescendo. I used to wanna say the world, now all I do is spend dough. Till I snap back like whole pack. Now I'm back with this big black strap like whole. Flowers bloom, the early part of June, noon is the time, stay in tune, there's a lot going through my mind, got up this morning, smelling like fumes of wine. Part of June, noon is the time. Stay in tune, there's a lot going through my mind. Got up this morning, smelling like fumes of wine. My man had his bachelor's, an exclusive time. We getting ready now, he bout to walk the aisle. A pimp's funeral, but we gon' walk in style. I'm feeling proud, yet I'm feeling funny. And it ain't cause this nigga still owe me money. Cause it's my buddy here. We've been through lots of years, lots of beers, lots of fights, lots of nights. Dreams about our career. Now we here in these toxins. I remember back when we was hustlers. Move. Let's do this, man, for real. We smoke big blunt cigars, it's us. It's obvious kids, we regulate up shit, moving through brush. The beats is grim, the ambiance plush. The speaker wall bang, the sneaker wall lust. Snitches wish dead, the eagle gon' bust. Catch you in the wrong spot, you dust. Static ill, bring the habit, this is magic. Fake niggas flee out, fly out the mouth, I get you daddy. Sports cars, we endorse yards. Everybody four stars, way like 40. Jerry Gordy, your creature game corny. I eat your dame, hop up on me. Head off the rip, grab the whip, rest maturely. Hang around the vets in the sweats. Since 97, we was Rolex and an extra. Fuck around a hundred text, flash, flex, cash, drugs, money, and sex. Dumb checks, smashes. Watching the game from a bird's eye view. They say it's hard to keep trust, so my third eye grew. Chocolate's open, but not gonna scope it. So I was smoking, hoping my best buzz ain't only in it for the tokens. Cause they say it's who you joking with, choking potent with. Tag team is joking, chick the ones to do some bogus shit. Act cool on the strip, but wanna put two on your hip. Mac and juice on your wits, boom on your hips, screw on your bitch. Froze under my toes. Bitches with my penises, kicking it since the womb. Now you see what the fetus is. And what the fetus is, what these niggas feed us shit. One time for the demos. Uh huh. One time for the demos. One time. SK. Ray. One time like. Yeah. We call it the get up, 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 get it for the winners in the crowd. No, we here to get it for the now. We call it the get up, 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 get it for the winners in the stands. Knowing me, I get it with my hands. We took it from This shit not. Yeah. Calm sense. 
My man went to Cuba, caught in a political triangle, Bermuda. The same way they said she was a shooter. Inside of Shakur, they tried to execute her. Who we bring it to you in the purest form? We reside far away from the norm. Spawn from the big catch, the big bang, big breaks. Fetch pads and pens, even with the pencil. Rap label study us, flooded us with stencil. That's tinsel town. Murder your display, and we stay flying, even with the terrorists trying. This to that town. Monitor the hat down, searching for controlled substance with sustenance. We administer the drug ever since day glow covers rope pots, green balloons. The black shirt sand stakes elevated noon. AOI grind, you hear it, understand. We steer it, some shoes to give it off the course. The main source missing, you pay no dues, you earn no pension. Learn the rules. You <laughs> I remember Bahamadia told me once when she was rolling around with Guru that he rolled up on his whack MC and said, You cannot test the lyrical manifestations of the Guru. <laughs> Rest in peace. Keep the E. Keep the E. Keep the E. Fresh out. 
break, kid. Step into my zone, mad rhymes will stifle ya. Lines like rifles go blast when I kick some ass. A lot of rappers be like one-time wonders. Couldn't say a fly rhyme if there was one right under their noses. I hate those motherfucking poses, but I'm so real to them it's scary. And with my unique skills, nah, you can't compare me. And no, we don't make whack tracks. And all the suckers get pushed back when I'm kicking real facts. I represent, set up shit like a tech boy. You're paranoid 'cause you're a son like Elroy, and you'd be happy as hell to get a record deal. Maybe your soul you'd sell to have massive deals. Cause in the night you'll feel fright, and at the sight of a four fifth, I guess you just might wanna do a dance or two. Cause he can maybe bust you for self or with a crew. No matter if you or your brother's a star, he can pop you in jet without a getaway car. And some might say that he's a dummy, but he's sticking you and taking all of your money. It's a daily operation. He might be loose in the park or lurking at the train station. Mad brothers know his name, so he thinks he got a little fame from the stick-up game. And while we're blaming society. He's at a party with his man. They got the eye and the gold chain that the next man's wearing. It looks big, but they ain't staring. Just thinking of a way and when to get the brother. They'll be long gone before the kid recovers. And back around the way, he'll have the chain on his neck, claiming respect just to get a rap. Niggas don't make it back. I don't know how to start this shit. 
Now all I do is relax and strive When I was young, I was a fan of the Jackson 5 I dropped jewels, wear jewels, hope to never run it With more kicks than a baby in a mother's stomach Nasty knives, has to rise, kids the rise This is exercise till the microphone dies Back in 83, I was an MC sparking But I was too scared to grab the mics in the parks And kick my little raps Cause I thought niggas wouldn't understand And I win every jam, I'm a fucking man I rap in front of more niggas than in the slave ships I used to watch chips, now I load clock clips I got to have it, I miss Mr. Magic Versatile, my style switches like a faggot But not bisexual, I'm an intellectual A rap, I'm a professional, and that's no question, yo These are the lyrics of the man, you can't near it Understand, cause in the streets I'm well known like the number man In my place with the bass and format, explore rap And tell me Nas ain't all that And next time I rhyme, I'll be foul Whenever I freestyle, I see trial Niggas say I'm wow I hate a rhyme, fight his rhyme. Stay tuned, I assume the real rap comes at halftime. It's nap time. <laughs> Yo, man, shout out to the homie Nas. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I was really digging that joint you were talking about, um, the Joey Badass Nas. Oh, yeah. No, it's uh, Joey Badass, it? Raekwon, and, um, Raekwon okay. and Black Thought. And Black Thought killed that. That one. was the one with the choir and shit, right? Yeah, yeah, the third track or something that's, like that. That's a shame, because... Um, Ilman did a beat with the exact same sample. Oh, really? <laughs> exact he, he same didn't put sample. it out yet? No, nah, I mean, no you way. know, Static came out with it Static first. Static got it out first. Yeah, I'm like, yo, that sample sounds so familiar. Exact same chop. Exact wow. same chop. See what he could have done? Could have did a lot with it. <laughs> could have did a lot with it. It's all good. So, yeah, man, um, we still, you know, waiting a little bit for our guests, but till then, you know, we're going to talk some shit. Um... I don't know if I touched on this last week. Did you guys check out that that uh, Twitter music app? No, no sir. No? Um, log on to music.twitter.com. And um, it's, it's, I'm still on the fence about it because it still uses other services to stream music. Like It's not like its own entity. Oh, really? Like If you want to play full tracks, you click on play full tracks, and you got to you know, either have a Spotify account or a radio account. Oh, those are the two? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Those are the two services they use. 
So it's you know it's cool because in reality, if you're an artist or a producer or something, you have something on Spotify or radio, you're getting more plays from uh, the Twitter music app. So that's true. That is not the 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 whole crazy thing that Dr. Dre is doing, but you right. Know, oh, I, I was hoping it was going to be yeah. something crazy and revolutionary, but no. It's the same thing on uh, Facebook when you when you click on artists like that that little player on their picture that's Spotify, right? Um, I'm not sure. I think it it, it opens Spotify up. I'm not sure. So I mean, you might as well come over, man. You yeah, might as well come, come on, on over. over. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no sitting down. You can sit come down right down. in front of this. <laughs> What's going on, Riggs? How you doing, How you man? Doing? We got Riggs Morales in the building. Fix this yeah. man a drink. Yeah. Please. With a, with a 7-Eleven <laughs> cup. It's been a long night. You know what I mean? Riggs coming in fresh with the mustard joints on his feet. I'm not mad at you, man. I got a story for y'all. <laughs> I got a story to tell. I got a story to tell. I believe what just happened. What happened, man? First off, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming. It's great man. having you. Great for you to come through, man. You're a so, busy dude. As I, as I start walking up, my phone dies. I remember 224. The phone dies right in front of the entrance. I can't get in touch with none of y'all. Like, oh, oh, man. No. Right, I'm done. I'm going to look like the only flake. So I'm like, all right, I got to get somewhere where there's internet and a phone. Wow. Go to the pizza shop. There's, a, there's no way I'm putting a credit card down. There's no way I'm putting a credit card down to use no internet at a janky pizza shop. Right. <laughs> so I said, let me see if I can find somebody who for $5 will just let me borrow their phone for one minute. That's real. I was like, let me see what I could do. Nobody. Nobody bit. The cab drivers, nobody bit. I just need it for one minute. I got $5. I start walking back, and I see some, some heads. I'm like, all right, let me see if I could just step to the heads and say, yo, I need this solid. I see the heads. I'm like, yo, fellas, can I ask y'all for a favor? And dude's like, yo, don't I know you? And I was like, nah. He's like, yeah, you're such and such. And I was like, yeah. And then it's J. Rue the Damage, yo. Oh, wow. shit. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. That's it's Jay Damage. I'm like, yo, first off, I don't even want to get into how awesome and monumentally yeah. fresh you are. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I need a phone. Yeah. <laughs> this is how I got here. He opened up the studio. They were just about to leave. They go back to their studio, set me up. I got in touch with y'all, and here we are. That's what it wow. is. Because Jay Rue's wow. the damager. Thank you, Jay Rue. Man, shout thank out to you, Jay Rue. Shout out to Jay Rue Gangstar Foundation. Rest okay, in peace, Guru. Okay. Love you. Yeah. We were just talking about that. Yeah. This is the third anniversary today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's, that's a crazy story. I'm glad I can enjoy that with you guys. That's yeah. the, see, that's that type of shit, man. Yeah, that's 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 that's, 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 <laughs> that, that's that good karma that he put out. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yo, because for real, like if you would have asked me, I'm like, nah, nigga, I don't know you. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like that's just New York. Well, you know what I mean? New York. It's and New York. York. That's just how it is. You know, you look stressed out, so you look crazy, like sweating, <laughs> like. Yeah, can I use like, your what? phone? <laughs> but that's the thing. Even my approach was gonna be as as, as, as cool and calm as my approach would be. It's still weird. It's like worse. Yeah, you on my phone right word. to what word. So make some yeah nah. make some calls some random call okay Too random so but yeah man thanks for having me man, man. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> i don't want to seem like a freak Riggs morales it's come on y'all let's give it up yeah. for him man yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. cut it out cut it out <laughs> cut it out <laughs> legendary wow where do we start you i mean i think it just started as soon yeah, as yeah. Okay. Story came in, <laughs> right yeah yeah yo you've been in the game for a long ass time over yes, sir. 15 years yeah man how did you even get your foot in the door? Uh, it was uh, 
I had, I was fortunate enough to be taken under the wing by um by this legendary music journalist, very avant-garde, Bones Malone. And Bones. Oh, okay. shout out to Bones. Yeah, yeah, Bones Malone. Um, you know, he uh he saw potential in some of the stuff that I was doing writing-wise at the time. I was embracing spoken word, and uh, he he took me under the wing for about a year or so. And it's just like the beauty and the mentorship thing that I had going on with him was like he taught me the ropes without teaching me the ropes. Right. It's just like put me in a set of circumstances where I can soak it all in. And then when the time was right, he pointed me in the right direction. He didn't necessarily hold hands or nothing like that. And it started there. And then from there, it's just like I took advantage of the opportunity that I was given as an intern. Huh. And it was at the Source magazine. Dope. Which Source had had, Bones had had a great relationship with. And um, from there, I always knew I wanted an A&R. Always, from the jump. I read an article on Puff, and Puff was just like, when, when I read what Puff did for a living, I was like, okay, I don't want the shake, you know, the yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just he knew he was getting paid. Suits. Yeah, I just knew he was getting paid to find new talent. It's like, all right, cool. And at the time, I had already had a pension for listening to album cuts and saying, man, this record's dope, ends up being a single. So I'm like, all right, cool. As an intern, you, just, you already just like, what do I need to do? do. Make yourself valuable right. to folks. And uh, they gave me a refrigerator box filled with, uh, with uh, tapes. And my job was to go through all of those and funnel the good ones and just throw away the whack ones. I was so hungry, man, that it was like, I think I went through the whole box in like three, four days. Oh, wow. Keep in mind a refrigerator box and a cassette. It's yeah. like, you know. It's like like a, a box that a refrigerator, a full-size refrigerator came yes, in? Yes, exactly. That's crazy. <laughs> Filled with tapes. So it's like. <laughs> That's crazy. Now, where, the source was now, getting some missions. Yeah. Here in New York, Washington you, Heights. From Washington Heights. Mm-hmm. Okay, were you always musically in, inclined with your family in the music? or I heard it a lot just like anybody else in the house. You know, I was fortunate enough to have different types of music. Like me and my brother always were into the hip hop. My sister was into rock. My mom was into a lot of the old Spanish joints. Nice, so nice. musically it was just the background all the time. So moving forward from doing the internship, how did you get where did you go from there? I worked my way up. I st- I worked for free for about eleven to twelve months. Nice. And uh when the opportunity I was still in high school at the time. So it was like it was difficult. I had to do high school, try to get a gig and, and, and take advantage of the end of the of the, of the internship, and um, it took a while, but it was worth it. It wasn't even like a when is this gonna happen thing. It's just you're into the flow of it, right? To the point where it's not even an internship anymore. You're just flowing. Flowing. And then you know from there I worked. I spent maybe five five and a half wonderful years at that place. I worked my way up. I started as an intern, worked my way up as an wow. assistant. Uh, editorial assistant, staff writer, associate editor, and just, you know, it was wonderful because it was a great time for hip-hop and to be able to just document it and mm. just, like, tell everybody what I think is just pretty cool. Just as a fan in general, it was the best place for a fan to express himself as a writer. Wow. Do, do you feel like mm-hmm. at the time being a journalist was kind of your stepping stone to your ultimate goal of being an A&R? No question about yeah. it. It was a good stepping stone. It was a stepping stone I didn't expect, but I fully embraced once the opportunity came. You know, right. I always felt that if you're going to go after something, it's not going to happen right away. you got to go this way, then this yeah. way, then this, just to get to there. I right. didn't fully A&R the way I envisioned until like seven, eight, maybe not eight, eight years later wow. from wow. when I started. You know? Crazy. So it's a process. So then from there, um, during the time, I knew in order for me to be an, uh, an A&R, 
I had to take advantage of that unsigned hype column. I needed right. that. Mm. I knew that. All right, that's gonna be my my portfolio. That's what we were all checking for, though. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. big. Yeah. That's what it we was. were all checking for. So, who did you select for unsigned hype during your in time? In that box was David Banner. Mm. Wow. Him and Kamikaze. Right? That was wow. so that was fifteen years ago. That was years ago. Yeah, it was nineteen ninety six. Wow. Ninety six, wow. late ninety five. Yeah, man. So he was in there later on. Him, I had gotten Cardinal. Uh, Last Emperor, a couple of guys that came and went via the underground, um, Joel Santana, and most notably Eminem. Like that was, that was the look right there, right. and that was just straight raw talent. And did he already kind of have a team together at that point, or that was completely I met two just people, just two people? It was no team. It was just he came down here in New York for one second, and it's like when you're that good, the word gets around that you're in town. Right. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my mutual friends who I, I had already put on the side, I was like, "Have you heard this Eminem kid?" I was like, "Nah, let me hear it." And uh, <laughs> I heard the rest it. is history. Yeah. So, so this was basically around like lyricist lounge days, right before, right before, literally right before, because it was a great time for New York City hip hop. You saw yeah. it right before it popped off, and with M, you saw that he was making the rounds in the right places. And um, but even before that, it was just listening to the music and just saying, "This kid is really good." I can't sit here and tell you that he was going to be the phenomenon that he is now. I'd be lying to you, but I could tell you he was one of the nicest motherfuckers I ever heard in my life. (laughs) And a lot of times, a lot of times that that doesn't equate to you know becoming a superstar like he has at all. I mean, the rest of those cats during that time, during that time frame, that were just nice. Mm -hmm. I mean, how many of them, you know, grew to? I mean, obviously, no one grew to what he did, but. How many of them even became superstars like that? Man, at that level, with that kind of talent, you don't expect the first of he had everything going against him. Right. He was like a super he was he was white. Right. Right. He wasn't New York based. He wasn't where it was happening. He was just nice. And he and that going back, that uh that led to watching him unfold was wonderful. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things like, wow, cool, you know? And uh three years later he ends up becoming who he became. And uh when the opportunity presented itself for me to move on to something different, you know, the Shady Records thing was there. Well, rather Goliath Artist Management. By that time, I had already run, I was, I was tired. I had interviewed everybody, wrote about everybody. I was like, what else can I do? Yeah, what else can I do? It's time to pursue this, this A&R thing. So Paul Rosenberg, his manager, who I met at the same time as M, right. they offered me this wonderful opportunity. Via the idea of, re- of proof, rest in peace. It was proof that was like, why don't you come and manage D12? Mm. And I was like, wow. um, let me talk to Paul about that first. Yeah. yeah. And then Paul was like, that's a lot for you right now, but why don't you come work for the company? And I was like, let's go. And mm. at the time, he had exhibits, Cypress Hill, and Eminem. Like, okay, those are pretty much covered. I can help there, but what can I do different from everybody else? So I started the producers division. And that's when I took on a lot of my friends. I took on the Beat Nuts, Domingo, uh, folks like Fred Rack, Muggs, and Alchemist, you know, mm. early on. You know, <laughs> so it was like Al, was, it was fun watching that unfold. And um, how, how did you first hear him? Yeah. On the tour bus as a roadie for Cypress Hill. A roadie. Huh? I did an article in 1998 where I was allowed to follow Cypress Hill for five days on the road. And he was the dude that was like, hey, man, I make beats in the back. <laughs> he wow. was the roadie. And uh, he's done quite well for himself. Yeah, he has. You know? So, um, so I, I started the producer division. And that I had to learn the business. Making that transition, it looks cool from the outside. But once you get in there, it's a whole other system. Right. You know? So 
being a journalist helped me do my job, but the fundamentals and the business of it, I had to learn that and learn that fast. So when I get there, um, I looked at Shady Records, at least most people looked at it as a reason to just, it's a vanity label. Back in the days, that's what they call it, where you just give the biggest artist in the, in the you want to keep him happy, yeah. you provide him a label, he can do whatever he wants. And wanted to put out D12, you know, understandably, right. and, then, oh, and then OB Trice. I'm like, wow, I guess it's only Detroit stuff. Right. And I was fortunate enough to be friends with this up and coming, this producer who'd been like rolling around. He used to work with the track masters and just like, you know, never really got his due credit, but he had a great ear. Uh, it was Sean Money XL. You know, wow. so Shy used to come by. We used to, you know, toke it up, and he would play the fifty stuff. Hmm. Coincidentally, fifty's attorney and my attorney, or Shy's attorney, were the same attorney. He plays me the music, and I was like, and I'll be honest with you, when I heard it was fifty, I was like, eh, cool, because the first fifty I wasn't a big fan yeah. of. It sounded just too familiar. I was already, it sounded like too many things that were already hot at the time, and you know, in a really unfortunate way. Him getting shot put him in a whole different place, mm -hmm. you know, in terms of perspective and even the way he delivers. Right. Mm. So um, I was skeptic and listening to the music. And when I heard it, man, it was just like, okay, cool. This is, <laughs> this is, this is this crazy. That's crazy. So, yeah, you, you really were a part of history in, uh, that time, in that time frame. It's crazy. And he wasn't even signed yet. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. while that's taking place, you gotta, you're trying to convince M you know, we should sign this. At the time, 50 was being blocked by his, his, his adversaries at everybody. every label. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. Wow. He was only, talking yeah, shit about everybody. The only people much. that that his adversaries didn't have any influence in was Shady Records. We played in our own sandbox. I'm sorry, in Aftermath. Like, just our camp in general. Right. Dre, uh, M, like, Snoop, like, that whole... We didn't really play with anybody else. Like, so we wouldn't get caught up in politics. Right. So, like, he'd be perfect for us. So it was difficult to get M to listen to it. Lord knows, it, you know, even Paul had brought it up. Like, oh, you need to listen to this. But he was too, he was too devoted to 8 Mile. And when M focuses on something, it's straight, straight focus. And when he did the 8 Mile movie, he was like, I don't want to. He was in battle rap mode. Right. Which Benzino ended up, you know, that, that, that ended up being like, we'll get into he that He was the in target. Yeah. He caught him at the worst time man. <laughs> caught him at the worst time he was super hungry then so I had to be a bit creative with the way I mean, hears it and I was good friends with his his uh, head of security who always drives him around and said listen if you can play this around him wow. here's like 10 mixtapes for you here you go but play this around him and he played it and three days later uh, Fifth was uh, in California signing wow. off you know with the aftermath that's deal. dope that's an amazing story and that's where that goes Better than the Jay Rue one? Yeah. 50-50. <laughs> I mean, there's no, no. history there. We, we haven't right. seen the history from this yet. But, but, point, it's, but, it's, but, it's, but it's fantastic as you're talking about different ways of getting to an artist and getting to a producer, mm -hmm. different, your own conventional ways, like giving it to the driver. I mean, like, you're still hustling. And even this, being this is someone who works on their yeah, team. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. crazy. You still you have, have to go around. Still, and you're still you going under to. like, yo, he'll, you know. I've had to do this for, like throughout my entire career. It's like I have this philosophy. Other producers listen to the show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all producers. I got a bit of piece of advice for you producers, man. So if you can't get to the artist, don't stress the artist. Everybody's coming to the artist. Go after his man, the weed carrier. The one within the camp that's trying to get up and, and show and prove that he could bring something to the table. Whether he holds his jewels or gets his potato chips at the store, 
that's who you want to give the beats to. Right. Don't that's worry about advice. the artist. Because yeah. it's like, you know. That's your end. That's your end right there. One, my point in sharing that with you is one way or another, go about it creatively. It's right in front of you. You know, the piece, you know, the prize is right there, but how are you going to get there? It's not going to go straight away. And, so. it's, and it's funny, you talk about your internships. And uh, we had a couple of shows a while back where we talked about internships. And, you know, the fellas were talking about, yo, I did an internship. I wasted my time. I wasted my time. Wow. And, you know, can you tell the producers how important it is for an internship even now? Let me tell you whether it's an unofficial unof- internship or an unofficial internship is very valuable. And you could call it an internship, but any opportunity where you're around while it's happening is a great opportunity. So, you know, internship more than anything just means opportunity. So it's like if you're producing, you can get your way into interning at a studio, do it. You're not going to get paid right away. I didn't get paid for 11 months. I don't want to hear that shit. Right. You know, so it's like... Like, it's, it's, it's possible. Yeah, if you're one of those people who just comes in and starts complaining right off the bat, yeah. this, this is the, the wrong Well, not even that. How about not even complaining? It's just not doing, not taking advantage of it, which is right. a bigger sin. Right. You're in there, and you're just, like, enamored with what's going on, but you're not making yourself valuable. you got to make yourself valuable to whoever's, the, whoever's there. Now, right. what, now, what are some of the steps that you would give a producer? Because we talk about being in an internship and being valuable, but still not being in the way where people are like, okay, look, you're overstepping or you're speaking too much here, you're not speaking enough here. What are some of the things you can give the producer that is in that situation that wants to say something, really can't say anything, but needs to take advantage of that situation? Well... You gotta know your know your environment, know who you're working with. You might be working with a hardcore prick who just wants to do nothing but torture you, but he's probably good. You right. need that. You need that kind of hardship. You need you need to go through the trial and error in order for you to learn what works best for you, especially within that system. So if it's at a if you're at a studio and you wanna you wanna advance, you gotta know that whole lay of the land, who to get in cool with, who not to piss off, you know. So. And you're going to go through trial and error and learn that that's, that's going to be your process moving forward. So it's, it's, it's various ways. Just take full advantage of the opportunity, you know, when, it, when it's presented to you. Whether it's working with the local rapper, working with the cousin of a big rapper. There are more producers now than anything ever. Yeah, ever. Production yeah. became so easy where you could make a bang on your computer. Well, right? What do you think of that from, your, from an A&R's perspective? Um, it's, be, it's a bit overwhelming, but I will say that the exceptional stuff stands out. Where it gets a little tricky is that it gets so simple and things have been so dumbed down that there's just no, there's no innovativeness in production. Nobody's trying anything mm-hmm. different. And right now is a great time to try something different. We're in a place where folks are singing and rapping on the same record. It's just like, it's a wonderful time. And I just, whenever you just press a button and go with a groove, there's no soul in that. The right. one thing I will say that the, the, the electronic component of it, now they've changed, but I had an issue with the fact that it removed the soul from the beat. Mm-hmm. So, and I love beat. I love beats. I love beats. But especially now, since I just made the recent transition to a much bigger label, a much more broader major, Right. You know, it's beyond the beat now. It's, it's a lot. It's a product. It's a song. Yeah. It's a song. Production. Like, yeah. Yeah. there's a difference. If you have a beat, right? And it's just like, you got, you know, a beat. And you submit it. That's what you're submitting. You're submitting a beat. If you submit a beat with some kind of chorus on it, now it's a song. Because you're yeah. basically providing, you know, the, the idea now 
for the song. Are, are you expecting choruses on most of the beats? That Always you... been a fan of them. Right. Like, you know, it was something like it's uh, I give credit to the artists that don't need that because coming up with a chorus isn't easy at all. If it was, everybody would be doing it. Right. But, you know, whenever, when they started implementing the choruses, I wasn't mad at that. It's just, at this point, it's so repetitive. Everybody's done the same inspiring, money, whatever. I like when folks go left with their choruses. So are you? So you're looking for the story? Yes, very much the so. Story. The concept, the story, and the feeling. And then, and then right. the writer can write around that. Mm-hmm. Right. The writer, you can't argue. Sometimes you hear a track and know, okay, this 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 works for a somber record. This works for you know an exciting record. You'll know, you know. So, but if you think about it. With the writer, you can't really argue because the writer feels it, and you know, right. yeah, yeah. some things are just so obvious. But you know, you can't. The writer's gonna end up going wherever they go. As right. an A and R, it's your job to kind of police it, though. Right. So like, I don't want, I don't want folks, I don't like when folks go through what I call the Wu Tang effect, where it's like the song about your lyrics about this chick and how fly she is, yeah. and the beat is just like <laughs> knocking hard, oh, yeah, sour yeah, yeah. face. <laughs> like, come on now, there has to be complimentary. Right. It's just song in general. Like, if you got a rhyme about chicks, have something that's complimentary to that. So Now, now, now uh, as an A&R, when, you, when you're dealing with different producers and writers and camps, do you like dealing with producers who are self-contained? Or, and how do you feel about collaborative efforts? I'm a big fan of collaborative efforts, and I'll tell you why. And it's been happening a lot more than ever, especially in the game. Um, and I'm going to keep stressing it because... Somebody brings something different to the table. Sometimes you reach a place where you're trying to challenge yourself and you can't find something. When you work with somebody else, you end up saying, oh, wow, okay, this is what it was missing. Whether or not that, that team goes on and lives forever as a duo yeah. doesn't really matter as long as you learn something from there where it's like, okay, let me try this my way. Mm. You know, so, yeah, I'm super open. So I'm like, man, folks are working together. Don Cannon works with No ID. Right. Uh, Just Blaze and Khalil have collaborated on some stuff. Uh, Boy Wonder, Frank Dukes. It's just like everybody collaborates. That's dope. You hear about you hear a lot about that. Oh. Yeah. So how about you know going back to the hooks and courses? Um, not too many producers know how to go about that because a lot of them just don't know writers or you know they'll come up with something and then it's just fucking stupid. Now, <laughs> you know if if they do give you just a straight beat. Is it a problem like coming to you be like, yo, I know I need this, this needs a hook, but you guys have a lot of writers over Atlantic from what I heard. Oh, yeah, Atlantic is stacked with like just resources, period. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't have writers, but resourceful, it's like this beat is hot. Let's get some writers on it. Now, let me ask you this. For a producer who is at that level where they're ready to write songs and they're, they, the sound, they got their sound tight, they're polished, they're ready to go to the next level, how does a producer... At, in that stage, get to an Atlantic? Do they come through a project? Do they know you? Do they, like, how do they get to that next level not knowing anyone? Can I tell you? Fate, man. Yeah. Right. Fate. One real. way or another. It's gonna happen. I'm going to keep it real. Like, I've, I've, I've been, like, I could say, I could give you that answer huh. with the most utmost experience. It's fate. One way or another, if your beats or your music is that good, it's going to get to the right ears. I've seen that as a common trait with all the producers. Right. Remember, nobody just knew Alchemist. Nobody knew right. Jake One. Nobody knew yeah. Swizz. You know, it's just like it, 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 
the opportunity presents itself. But so, it, it comes with hard work and networking too. I mean, you well, can't, you can't thing, just sit in your thing, room and, It's fate, but you're gonna have to work your way towards that. Right, fate. right, right. Like you're gonna have to give out your beats if you can for like the first year or two. You know, like get it out. Whatever you do, stop holding on to your tracks. Right. Give them out. Just in return, get a credit for it. You need that kind of stock out there. You mm. want your name to pop up on a Google mm-hmm. produced by. So even if you give the beat away to, for free to, you know, Mano's cousin who's trying to get on, Perfect. maybe that can lead you to Mano. So basically, yeah. the credit is more important than any money, y'all. You right now, like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. 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 you want to establish yourself. Right. And I mean, when you don't get that credit, or they fuck up your name, it's, it's stings, this is a man. business. <laughs> this is a business built on. We'll get to that in a second. This is a business built on perception. So if the perception is that you out there and your name comes up on Google right away because you produce something for like Joe Budden or whoever, right. That gives you a bit of it gives you cachet to actually charge somebody. How I mean, how many decent sized placements would you say someone needs before they should even bring up anything monetary? Let it take its course. It could vary. It right. could be between one, five, ten. Yeah. If you're that good and the demand's coming, take advantage of that demand. Right. Right. It's like if you lay somebody for free on the first one, you lay somebody for on the second one. But then through those two, it leads to other people like, yo, can I get something? Start. If they're coming charged to you, by the demand, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, when does, when, what is the difference between the producer who's signed to Atlantic, you know, as, as, a, as an in-house producer? What does that actually mean? Well, Atlantic doesn't have an in-house producer, but a lot of the acts from back in the days used to. Muscle Shoals had their own producers. Right. Uh, Motown obviously had... You know, uh, like what's the, the difference great? between the in-house producers that are in labels working versus you know independent producers who just go and get placements and? Well, the majority of those freelancers, right. they're freelance producers. But in some cases, if you have a major stature, they're going to lock you in for a song deal. Okay. It's up to you and your attorney to figure out you know how long you're going to have that song deal for. It could be ten songs, five songs. When you're on fire, everybody's coming after you. Mm-hmm. So you start working out package deals with a lot of the major labels. You know, or you go big willy and you just lock the producer in. You know, like Dr. Luke, mm-hmm. Salam Remy, no mm-hmm. ID. Yeah. These guys are locked in as executives, but they also have dibs on their production. You know, they can produce for other people, but they have dibs, you know, in the building. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Shit. It's different phases of this. Yeah. Different, different phases, so... So where do you see um, production, like, going now in terms of... Um, producers being creative in in their approach in getting placements i love it but they're not doing it enough i'll be honest with you like i love left field production it's a big reason why i'll give you a left field production story in a second but you know everybody's doing the same thing you know like this is a great time for folks to experiment like something different i'm really happy with this era i was waiting for the old era to get the hell out the way already and just (laughs) let this new one in because these kids are open all kinds of new stuff you know, no different than the folks back in my era being enamored with old jazz records, 90s records. These kids are enamored with, like, a whole other genre of stuff that's, like, current. And hip-hop needed that. Do you feel like, in your, especially now in your current position where it's more corporate maybe than you've been in the past, there's a pressure to, like, you've got to, you've got to use these type of beats because this is what's hot right now. And I, you can't experiment too much because... That's a that, very good question. That's a risk. And the reason why I'm really excited about this new opportunity is because I actually get to experiment. Mm. It's how you experiment. Right. It's, it depends. Like, 
I think there's a way to balance it out where you can give, you can make some really dope-ass hip-hop stuff, you know, hip-hop music. Let me rephrase that. You can make big pop accessible records and still keep it hip hop, which I ended up doing on the recovery album. Mm -hmm. You know, with the mm -hmm. recovery album, we kept the boom bap, hard body aesthetic underneath, but we decorated it with some real pop like choruses. But those pop like choruses were edgy. Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't do anything, at least that we felt was corny. We were very, it's very important for us. Now, Briggs, you know? let me ask you. I mean, a lot of people talk and they go, yo, I went in, I did this joint, I did this beat in like 30 minutes. I did the song in like two hours. Let's, let's talk about the realistic time frame that it takes to get a f a f one record completed, co really completed and done. To complete a record? Uh, and I'm talking about, like you said, you know, we have the boom bap drums, but then you got the stacking of the aesthetics and the, the writers. And to complete an entire record to the level that you're going to say yes or no, tell the producer how long that process really is. The process to hone your sound and the process to actually finish a record, two different, two different time frames. So I actually put a record together. Depends. You know, if you have a track and it's something that, that we like and we feel like purchasing, then that process in itself takes a while. It could vary anywhere between overnight, depending on how, how of a dire need we are for that track, or six to seven months to hone your sound. Years, yeah. years, yeah. years, years. You got to go through trial and error. You got to adjust with the times. You got to try to build your own identity. And that's you part know? of a reason not to hold on to your beats because if you keep working, you're going to be getting better anyways, right? I agree. The more you work, like, don't set a standard where you're like, oh, this is a hot one. I'm waiting for... Right, Everybody right. has a Jay-Z stash. I had this conversation <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> All right? right? It's that batch of tracks that you're just waiting for to get the call from Jay or Kanye nowadays. Right. Right. I got this one for Ye. Yeah, yeah, you know, and then there's the Eminem batch. Right. The Eminem batch is, I didn't intend to make it for Eminem, but if Eminem likes it, I'll give it to him. Right. Wow. Even though it's already been purchased, you know, like it's. it's That's funny. It's different. It's, you, we, you gotta I drink. Don't even you gotta how. drink that kind of quick. Yo, double yeah. them up on the cups too, man. No, you guys are brutal. <laughs> Forgive <laughs> me, man. Get, I had no him, idea this was leaking cup. like that. <laughs> My man. It's funny because we had we had a mortal technique on it. A few weeks ago, and he he was yeah. that was like his main thing. He's like, don't hold on to those beats; those guys are never going to hear that. He's shit. like, let, let it go. go, let it let go. It go. He said, let, let anybody go. who wants to do it right do justice to it. Make songs, let make records. Yeah, uh, let it go. Yeah. So, what is your actual? What, what are you doing? Like, what is your position right now? Your actual title and my position now. What is your goal right now? After doing twelve wonderful years at Shady Records, I uh, I am now uh, I'm vice president of A and R and artist development over at Atlantic Records, which nice. is uh you know it's a legacy label. Yeah. It's like where Ray Charles, Rita Franklin, Sam Cooke. It's crazy. You know, it's, it's just like this whole lineage of like that. Mm -hmm. In regards to urban music, they have a lineage, and then it's like. It's something I'm really excited about. It's it's a, it's a new challenge. I think they have Hell a yeah. solid roster too for urban. And it's music, not just rap. It's no, not no, just hip hop. Yeah. That's a big I mean? reason why I'm embracing this this new opportunity because I'm not just limited to rap anymore. Yeah. And I like to find those dudes that I'm a big fan of Danger Mouse. Right. Danger I like Alex Dickhead yeah. a lot. These are do these are dudes that f started doing hip hop and evolved into something else. Rick Rubin, Emil. These are guys yeah. that are now doing like big pop records. You know, cool pop records. When I say big pop records, it doesn't mean that stuff that you hear from, like, Kesha or right. something like that. Yeah. No, like, big records. Like, Jake One works with fun, you know? 
So that, that didn't mean for that to rhyme. But, <laughs> but it's That's like, true. it's to that level. Emil worked with fun. You know, Emil had his hands on the Bruno Mars record. The, the, right. uh, the uh, Orthodox uh, jukebox. Unorthodox yeah, the yeah. the actual single, the yeah. one that everybody's parents loves. Wow. <laughs> Emil had touched on that. Yeah, there's a record right now called Radioactive from uh, Imagine Dragon that sounds like primo drums on Top 40 Radio. Wow. And it's by wow. Alex the Kid. So that's what I'm excited yeah, about he's, more he's than dope. anything. It's just taking that boom bap aesthetic and that hip hop aesthetic and just turning it into something much bigger and broader. So That's dope. And that's, that's why dope. I think that Atlantic is going to provide that chance. Like most things, it'll be a trial and error, but I'm going to have fun trying it. We just inherited Action Bronson. What? <laughs> yeah. Yo, so, he's one of my favorite artists, man. Yeah, so, and I say inherited because, you know, Warner it was also part of the equation, but Warner, all the Warner acts, right. all the urban Warner right. acts, Came to Atlanta. Nice. Yeah, because he was actually with Vice. He's with, he's still with he's Vice. He's still with uh, Vice, yeah. but Vice is under you guys now. No, yeah, no. where actually Vice falls under Vice. That particular artist falls into us because he's an urban artist. That's and, uh, crazy. So that's gonna be wonderful. I can't wait, man. So that's gonna be a challenge. You know, Atlantic Records expects a certain kind of record from folks. Yeah, you can't sell. You can't. You can't do the Bronson thing. You can't do the Atlantic way. And Bronson alienate his fans. Right. You know, it's a process. It's so tricky. It's, it's tricky. Yeah. And it's a fun tricky that I'm looking forward to. You know. Yeah. Hopefully I'm, you guys are here the I'm end result. I'm definitely yeah. interested in what, how that's going to go, man. Yeah, I'm going to get the A&R action Bronson. That should be fun. <laughs> so now when you guys are looking for, like, a, like a action, like a Bronson record, um, do you go straight to the published producers who have publishing deals I listen. I look for sound. Or do I, you just you listen to everything? Yeah, I've never been a name guy. Okay. I stand by that yeah, to this great. day. Okay. To this that's day, great. I stand by. I okay. used to give M uh, tracks, no names. I used to give fifty tracks, no mm-hmm. names. Says here you go. So, I, mm-hmm. so the guy, because I know a lot of the uh, guys who have publishing deals. You know, they know what record is coming out. They have you know an understanding they have dibs of on yeah, information. They have dibs Absolutely. on information. Mm-hmm. For the cat that doesn't have dibs on information, what are some of the resources you think they should go and look for to find? They're not going to get the same dibs that the published you know producers Even have. Even if of course, you got but, that information, I'm right. going to share something with y'all. Even if you got that information, you got to go through so much. So many ladders and so much bureaucracy to even be taken seriously. Yeah. And that's just real. It's like, like, who are you? Right. You know your beats are hot. You, you can't tell. Nobody can tell you differently. But I'm busy trying to get my hand. I need to put up numbers on the board. I need hits. Right, yeah. right. Until I see somebody do some showing and proving with you, I'm not even bothering. Don't, Don't even bother me unless you got like a top 20 hit or something. That's the mentality of the average A&R. You, you feel like it's hard to communicate with people like that? The like, average A&R. Like, <laughs> now, how do you? Not, now how do you? I, I'm a sound guy. Okay. I'm not into names. Because okay. their mentality is it's, it's not a job for them. So they don't, they don't care. They don't know about the No, no, they line. don't have time to beat fish. Right. That's what we call it, beat fishing, where it's just like going through beats looking beat for fishing. the right beat. Right. Okay. So you have to have an idea that this person's quality in the first place. Or yeah. they, they kind of have to come through someone. Most right? A&Rs will probably stumble upon it or just look at it when somebody else already did it. And mm-hmm. I like to catch them early. Going back to a story I wanted to share with you, I like, you know, I used to, I went, I had a friend who worked in the publishing uh, aspect of it. So with publishers, you go to them asking for producers. Um, I asked her, do me a favor. Can you, um, 
can you give me something? To, who, who are your left field guys? I know who's making the hits, but who likes to try something different? He said, well, you got to meet Alex the Kid. Hmm. said, okay, cool. I'll meet him. I didn't know who he was from a hole in the wall. But he came down. He played some tracks. And it was different. Mm. To be honest with you, it was a clusterfuck. It was like really, it was busy. Okay. Yeah. He busy beats, you know, when you do a busy beat, it takes away from whoever the vocalist right. is, you know. Which you have we can no get pockets into. To, to write to. Exactly. We'll get into that. That's a whole other conversation we can get into. And uh, when he played me the tracks, but I heard there was some flash shit underneath there. If he just toned it down a bit, we're in a good place to submit. So I, I, when I go see a producer, I like to go to their chamber, wherever they're at. Nice. If you come by my office, you're limited to just that what's there I'd rather go through your stash at the studio with your hard drive let's just go let's see what you got right. so me and he and I ended a meeting at the time of his stash the studio he was working out of in Universal and he played me a bunch of tracks and when I finished listening to them they were very busy remember that Nicki Minaj record Massive Attack yeah. Yeah. they didn't do well for her that was what his sound was like okay. and uh-huh. during that time I was like listen after listening to the tracks I said if you could stay between this zone and this zone and I referenced two tracks, then we're in a good place. A couple of weeks later, close by, he, play, he sends me three records. One of them was uh, a Lupe joint, I'm Coming Home from Puff, and uh, Love the Way You Lie, hmm. wow. which ended up being probably the biggest record of my so career. So he only sent you three songs? Three. Three tracks. Three. And three placed tracks. all three of them. Well, he placed them elsewhere. Oh, he did it before? No, no, he, he, placed, them. No, he placed them like... One, I just got Love the Way You Lie was the one that worked for me. The other two were placed elsewhere. Oh, right. That's know, dope. I just heard the beat. Right. But I didn't know it was going to turn into that. That's crazy. And uh, he, since then, has just had a wonderful, wonderful career. And he's made the transition from hip hop to pop alternative or rock alternative wow. with the Imagine Dragon stuff. So it's another thing for you producers, man. Listen to stuff outside of the boom bap. Yeah. Go back, study this shit. Like, go back to the Beatles, believe it or not. Go back to those records that you're sampling. Mm-hmm. I think that today's producers got it easy because now they're sampling rap records from the 90s. Yes. <laughs> you you peep that. We were just talking about yeah. that. Rap records from the ago. 90s. It's easy to do that because that's all you have. Right. But, and I'm not going to take nothing away from you, but you have no idea how much other fly shit is out there right. from 30 years prior. Prior to. You know, there's chambers, there's zones, there's... Genres, you know, I love that about hip hop. When we go through a phase, like a couple of years ago, Kanye, no idea in the rest of them were really pushing the envelope with the psychedelic international rock stuff, mm-hmm. which opened up a whole nother door of music for folks to go yeah. and dig. Back in the early, in the late 80s, it was all James Brown. RZA came by and took advantage of the Stax recordings. Right. It's just like, it's just digging in the crates, used David Axelrod in them a lot, a lot mm-hmm. of the old ass to jazz records. So it's like, it changes. It goes, we go through those phases. I love that. Today's hip-hop heads, though, they got it easy. Right. They got it really easy. And I will admit, some of them turn out fly. Like, what Harry Fraud does with them shits is off the hook. Right. But, you know, some of the other kids, all they do is just slow down and... Yeah. You know, those hooks. A whole lot of this. Whole lot of that. I'm like, man, where's the soul? Where's the emotion, man? Come right. on, take it there. Nah, turn up. I mean, what, yeah. what, what's your opinion right now on sample versus non-sample? Just, I will always be a fan of samples. And, and do so you feel always. like you have an issue with that in clearing a lot of stuff? Oh, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you, it is difficult, especially when you're working with artists like an Action Bronson right. or 50 who love themselves some Alchemist sped up sample tracks. Right. 
you know. But if it's good, it's worth clearing. And not for nothing, it feeds the ecosystem of music. People don't see that. That's real. That's real. Wow. You know, it's that's like some, someone's that's, ever that's said that shit. That's dope. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, yeah, we're sampling, but we're putting money back into the music ecosystem by paying for it. Mm-hmm. So don't get mad. It's well, just, I think there, there became a point where people got so greedy, like they saw the dollar signs when they're like... Because records ain't selling no more, so if you're in publishing and you own some of that copyright, right. you're going to hold on to that. Right. You know, so it's like, oh, word, you sampled me for this? Run it. Give me some. <laughs> yeah. But that's, again, yeah. it's the music ecosystem. It's, it's all based on finance. It's business. Right. No that's matter real. what. So it's that's a cycle. Crazy. So. That's dope. I mean, when, when you have like a sampled record... And you want to get this shit out. Like, tell us the process of actually what you need to do to get it cleared. Like, That's a very good question. And if a producer doesn't even know the sample. As Ooh, crazy as that that's sounds. That's another one. Man, <laughs> y'all producers, do, don't, yo, don't play the beat if right, you don't have the right, sample right, information. Right, right, right. Yeah. right. Don't do that. Because it's like, it makes it worse for everybody. You give us musical blue balls. And you, <laughs> and you just like, your dreams are shattered, shattered. because right. you just... Couldn't find the, the, the sample. Yeah. You idiot. Oh, um, no. I'm sorry. I had to vent. He went in. I had to vent. No, what was sure the question it happened. again? <laughs> when it comes to time to clear the sample, what oh, kind of stuff clear you got to go through? Uh, first, we listen to the track. Like, okay, there's a sample on here. We reach out to the writers of the record. We reach out to the publishing company, the people who own the publishing, and the master. We got to clear it with them. And from there, we start negotiating how much they want for us to letting us use that. And in some cases, if you come across a particular artist, like an Isaac Hayes or Barry White, they want all your publishing. Right. You know, so that's where you don't eat. You get some good looks, but you don't eat long term. That's where the fundamentals of, at its core, sample versus not sampling, has more to do, it's all business Business. more than it is creative. So do they give you, like with an Action Bronson or someone who's going to be sample heavy, do they give you a budget and say... This is what you got. You have to stay within that budget. So, no, you get a a project budget. Right. So you can't work with this other producer because all that money went towards clearing the sample. Huh. You know? So it's like, it's all economics. It's all numbers, yeah. It's all economics. Have you ever gotten to that point where, like, all right, I really want this song, but I really don't have the budget to work with you? Like, I got spoiled working with him. I'm, I'm sure you had, you, you had you had that cash that, flow. I say that because not only cash flow, cachet, it's Eminem. So right. I could come in with a Led Zeppelin record that they never would clear, but they do it for him. Mm-hmm. Huh, so I, one time I was told, and I was told a couple of times, yo, cut, be careful with just giving him too many samples. Just like, stop clearing them. <laughs> <laughs> like, you keep clearing them, I'm going to keep bringing them. Especially, that's I, I love... Thing about samples, I do believe it's an art form. Mm. I really do. Jack and a beat, that's different. But mm-hmm. to do what like the Dillas and the Primos and them did, yeah, you know, yes. it's it's not an easy task. Yeah. I love what Ye and the rest of them do now. I mm. like that. At the same time, there are some really great producers. Alex the Kid doesn't sample. Jim Johnson doesn't sample. Um, I've seen cases where like no ideas and sample. You know, so it's it's possible. You know, but this is all economics. So for me to clear, I have to go through that process. Throw it back. Excuse me. Right as a twelve. Yo, brother. Woo! <laughs> Rick Flair. Hit you with the Rick Flair. <laughs> so once you have that, so once we're while we're negotiating that, I'm good. I'm good. I can't pay you the full amount yet. Right. And I can only pay you half until we go through the clearing. 
And when we go through the clearing, he's decided to clear it. Cool. But you should eat that sample. If I'm the artist, it's like, no, nah, I'm not going to eat that sample. You, the producer, you made it. You eat that. And then that turns into that world, mm. the legal aspects of it. Uh, yeah. Especially know? when it's a producer who doesn't have a ton of cash themselves. Yeah, especially when you want that publishing. That right. publishing, that's what it's all about, producers. It's all about, it's the publishing. Right. And it's like when you're left with only like 10% and you got to split that between everybody that's on the record, things get a little weird. So that's where not sampling actually plays a big role, you know, yeah. and, and, and you making money. I had to tell someone recently, if you want to make money in your sleep, stop sampling. Mm. Like, because there's more opportunity to get it on more than just the record. Well, like, Somebody will license it for the commercial or a movie not, or anything. Yeah, but not just, not, not just Have get, you ever heard a Kanye record on, the, uh, on, on a commercial? Or just is, uh, just mm. Power. That's the only one I've heard. And it is difficult. That's for movies. I heard. And S1 already told movies. us about that. Yeah, that's that. because they have the budgets for that. Yeah. And it's like, truthfully, like not too many of these television opportunities have the money not to just license the record. They got to pay the person you sample. Right. Yeah. Everyone has to get paid, and S1 would definitely know about that. Yeah, yeah. He you know? he talked about it. He was like, "Yo, you know, I did the record, but shit, I'm not. You know, the the publishing." Wasn't nice on that because of the sample. Man, there's just... two samples on. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, there's two samples in. Uh, Power has two samples. Because yeah. uh. <laughs> I love collecting. As soon as y'all sample them, that's another thing. I, I'm a little selfish. A, you're a digger? Once y'all, I'm a digger. <laughs> uh, like, once y'all sample it, I'm finding it. It's mine. It's in the stash. It's going into my Kanye sample stash. But um, No Church in the Wild had two samples on it. Yeah. Um, you, they don't come out that good without some sort of sampling. Excuse me. That's what I loved about Public Enemy. Public Enemy got away with murder. And, and Beastie Boys. And be oh my yeah. God, the Dust Brothers and the Beastie Boys got away with murder. That was a great time to make that. But <laughs> yeah, you can. A lot of folks, a lot of folks are getting sued for that now. Yeah. You know, so like it came back to bite a lot of folks in the butt. You know. So. Was that was that Ray? Yeah, Ray was giving was that me Ray the, getting okay. us the head up, cutthroat. Man, I don't even Wrap know. Up. Man, we could be here for hours. I know. Hours. You, hours. Oh. hours. This is wonderful, man. Yeah, this you guys is fantastic. So, we, I, I you need to come back. Yeah. I would love we gotta to. We got to have a part two. Yeah, I yeah. would come back for real, for Yeah. I would definitely like to. Look, thank you guys for being so patient. My Fridays are usually out of commission. Who no. is it that I deal with online? With me. You were there. Man, there. you know, I appreciate you being patient. I know that once the opportunity opened itself, I really wanted to come through for this, so... I'm hoping that you producers out there, I hope y'all learn something. Man, they more should. More than anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they were listening, they had to. Yeah, Absolutely. more than anything. And, so. and we, got, we got the stream going up on like Monday or Tuesday, so it'll get, Excellent. It'll get plays, man. Yeah. I'm we'll always catch, we'll check it out. I'm always looking for tracks. Um, I wish I can give you guys an email, but you guys would bombard me it like a crazy. <laughs> yeah. They can go through me, you know what I mean? Just give me 10%. There you go. <laughs> Look at that. There you, you go. Can, can I tell you something, fellas? You cannot be mad at that statement. No, that's that's just. The, he, I was then, watching the. Then dark. he could he could do your interning and just listen to them all. See, and, but you get paid I got for you. it. My man, we'll talk. <laughs> it's like somebody said it best. Uh, it was a. Uh, it was in the dark night. And the Joker said, "If you're good at something, you might as well get paid for it." Okay? Exactly, that's <laughs> real. So, but um, yeah, man, always looking for tracks. Please keep pushing yourselves to stay creative. Um, right now, I'm looking for tracks for so many folks. But it has to be special. I'm so numb to listening to beats mm -hmm. that only the special stuff stands out. out. Right. That's right. It's that, that simple. Sense. So, you know. Well, I mean, what are, you, what are you looking for now for the people who maybe do know how to get a hold of you? Man, I would, right now, I'm looking for up-tempo, 
radio accessible, edgy, you know, something that, um, you know, something that's different. Mm. I like, man, I can't front. Y'all heard that? They heard that Pusha T record? We've been talking about that two weeks in a row. Disgusting. Disgusting. It's one of those. There's times at A&R where artists will tell you as well, you hear something like, damn, I wish I had that. That's one of those. Yeah. Because that wasn't even even like a a, a regular beat. It was just like. Disgusting. I heard Don (laughs) Cannon did that. Yeah. Don Cannon and Kanye Kanye did that. Man. So he, um. That that when you people when people do that, it's left in a really cool ass hip hop way. I'm a big fan of it. It's still simple though. It's just so simple, yeah. super simple. So yeah, that's that's basically that's what that is, man. Thanks well, for yeah, well, me, thank man. you. Yo, yeah, right, thank we you. really really appreciate it. I'm sure our audience appreciates it. Hey, you if know. you guys really appreciate it, so I, w- I really want to see if y'all really appreciate. Do me a favor, hit me up on my Twitter, man. Just hit me up on my Twitter. It's rigged up. R i g g d u p at Twitter or however you promote that and um i'm gonna be uh very soon sometime within the next month uh i'm gonna put together a blog it's called it's rigged up and it's a very this conversation we had today yeah. weekly and it's music etiquette music business minded it's not gonna be a crazy blog that's gonna have super <laughs> articles it's gonna be you ask me a question i'm gonna answer it right yeah, back that's dope no doubt. Okay, so um, you I'm gonna know, tweet, I'm gonna tweet that out for you. Man. Please, I appreciate that. So yeah, hit me up and let me know y'all learned something because I don't. I'd like to do this, but I like to make sure that folks is learning right. from it. Right. So if you could just send me by tweeting me, you're sending me the receipt. Right. You know, right. like that's the receipt. That means you heard, you learned. Let's do this again. Let's go. All right, word. Down, Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, All right y'all. Black. 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 See y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs>